That's right. When you hear that sound, you know what it means. Mike, am I on? Yes. I don't think I'm on. Mike. Can you hear me? Which channel? There it is. Never mind. Mike, can you hear me? Is it loud? Is it clear? Well, Mike, I welcome you and the rest of the people listening tonight to the best show! Every Tuesday night we do this. We started back in... Oh, I didn't want to talk about when we started, and God knows when it's going to stop. But uh, we're here right now, and we're going to have fun. It's always fun when someone screams. We're going to have fun. It's always a great, great way to have fun when somebody barks at you to have fun. Well, tonight, we are going to have fun. What we're talking about? What is so-and-so doing right this very second? Anyone, you think about them. What are they doing this second? What's Robert Blake doing right this second? And so many more things to talk about as the night goes on and on and on. But now, please, on this rainy uh, uh, April evening. Why do we always say August instead of April? It's weird. But you know what's not weird? Nothing. Everything's weird. Here's the best show. It's all weird. One thing's weirder than the next. But let's do it up best show style. Best show. The phone number. 201. 332. 3484. Show, and you know that 
That's the best show, my friends, here on a Tuesday night in April. Rainy. Oh, it's so rainy out. Oh, my God, is it rainy. I pull up to the best show arms. This is what we call the studio. And the car pulls up behind me. And I recognize this Aston Martin anywhere. AP Mike, it's AP Mike's Aston Martin. He bought it after seeing uh, Quantum of Solace. I think I should drive an Aston Martin. Like James Bond. Like, that's maybe not the best uh, use of money. I don't care. I need people to think I'm James Bond. James Bayonne. James Bayoned. Alright, just picture that. In the parking lot of the Dwayne Reed. Where the movie opens, Mike is buying a copy of the movie. <laughs> James Bayoned. 005. It would be 00. Oh, no, 005 per DVD. Like $5 a DVD. And then they would put the movie on. What quality is it? And the guy'd be like, I'll show you, Mike, I'll show you. Because this guy's like a weird dude. And he's not foreign either. That was not racist or anything. This guy is as American as apple pie. This guy. His name is uh, Jack Campbell, just so you know. I'll show you, Mike. I'll show you. Puts it on his weird portable DVD player. And Mike gets hit on the head from behind as it's playing. And then the movie is like a combination of Mike's concussion dream. That he is James Bond. Come into my office, 008. He'll be 008, two for 15. <laughs> 008. People have been ransacking the home of George R.R. R. Martin, and we're hoping to turn it into a museum. I'm on the job. These are your weapons. Like, the, then Mike goes, then they, they're showing, like, the weapons, right? But they're just, like, fireworks attached to a baseball bat. <laughs> they're, like, totally homemade. Like, yeah. These are the weapons I made for you, Mike. You got this one. It's a baseball bat, but it's got some M80s taped to the end of it. So you hit the guy, then you light it, then you throw it at him. Mike, thoughts? 008, 2 for 15. Instead of filming at Pinewood Studios, it would be, uh, they'd film in the parking lot of that, uh, that green uh, 
quick check. Maybe I'll not, maybe I'll leave tonight. What about this? I leave. I do some of the show. Then I leave, call in, and then do the rest of the show from the parking lot of the green quick check. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like getting uh, thumped in that quick check parking lot. Weird wet quick check sandwich. Overly wet. You ever notice that? And they're just all overly wet. Yeah. What did we just hear? Oh my goodness. Coco Hames. Friend of mine and friend of the show. And she has a new solo album out. A new one. She has her debut solo album out. She was the front woman for the Ets. We heard If You Ain't Mine. This album's so good. So proud of uh, Coco did it. She done did it. The album's on Merge. Don't miss it. Coco Hames. You have something for me, Mike? All right. Something that maybe I ordered last week? Oh, you do? Oh, it's... Wait, it's wet? Oh, can you imagine this? One person gets... I, I ordered a headshot from Mike on the air last week over at apmike.bandcamp.com. He's selling these dumb headshots and shirts and God knows what else. So I ordered one from him. I'll be the only one to get like a wet headshot. What, you wrap a, a quick check sandwich in it? It's like got oil and vinegar on it? Well, that was a uh, part of last week's order. Well, I might just have to. This is what I want you to write on it. You know what? I want people to vote on what should be written on this one. At the end of the show, you can write what people say you should write. How about that? I'll take suggestions all night. What? Well, how about this? You write everything that everyone says to write. You cover it in text. You're like that crumb brother, right? I want this headshot to look like when that crumb brother would start writing. The words get smaller and smaller. That's what I want. Best show. Hello. Hi. Hi, I'm Hannah. Hannah? Where are you calling from, Hannah? Dallas. Dallas. Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Now, Hannah? Yeah. How old are you, Hannah, if you don't mind me asking? I'm nine. Nine! Which means you're in high school, right? No, that's 
That's the grade. That would be the grade of high school. Um, I'm in third grade. You're in third grade right now. Yeah. Okay. And how's it? How's third grade going? Good. What's your favorite subject? Um, I like reading. You like reading? Yeah. What's the longest thing you ever read? Uh, probably Harry Potter seven. What was that? Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Oh, Harry. Seven. Harry, is that the, you said that's the seventh Harry Potter book? Yeah. Well, that is a long book. Yeah. How many pages is it? Do you remember? I think it's like 900 something. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of pages. Yeah. I'm reading a book now. It's taking me forever to get to, to finish. Okay. <laughs> what book are you reading? It's, I'm, I'm about halfway through it. I've been reading it for a few months now. I'm about halfway through it. It's very hard, but I'm getting my, I'm, I'm trying. It's called, okay. the, it's called The Cat in the Hat. You can't read a kid's book. Wait, this is a kid's book? Yeah, it's only like 10 pages or whatever. Yeah, I'm on seven, I'm seven pages in. They only have three pages left. Something like that. You think I can do it? I just, some of these, I'm only, when it comes to reading, I'm only up to the letter R. Really? I don't know the letters after. I know really, because that's, well, I know most of really. What's that final letter at the end of really? Um, Y. I don't know that one. Okay. What what's the deal with why? Okay, so um Wait, you first of all, Hannah, you know all the alphabet. Yes. How are there a bunch of letters after R? Um, there's only like twenty six letters and I think that's like the seventeenth, sixteenth, so not many letters. Okay, so I'm almost there, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I just, uh, it's hard. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not very smart. Well, that's okay. Well, thank you. I, I, that's a nice thing to say. It is. You're welcome. You seem very polite. <clears throat> do you like being, <laughs> do you like, do you think you have good manners, Hannah? Yeah. Do you try to have good manners and try to be polite? Yeah. Hmm. Me too. I tried. Good what, for you. Wh- thank you. What, what's something that is a good way to teach someone? What's bad behavior that you see and you're just like, oh, I wouldn't behave like that? Um, eat with your fingers. So that's good behavior to eat with your fingers? No, that's, no, that's bad behavior. It's bad behavior. But what if you're eating like something that has to... Like, you can't eat potato chips with a fork. Yeah, but, like, if you're eating, like, not chicken fingers, but, like, regular chicken, it would be bad manners to eat it with your fingers. You should use a fork and a knife. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I agree. But I try to eat potato chips with a fork and a knife, and then they always crumble. 
Do you know how you can eat potato chips with a, a, a with a, a fork and a knife? You have to soak them in water. Or just get potatoes. Or you just go get potatoes. Exactly. Huh? Right? You go. You start with a potato. Yeah, that's why they call potato chips because they're made from potatoes. Well, that I didn't know. I told you I'm not very smart. Now, Hannah. Yeah. What are you going to do for the summer? Do you have any summer plans? So, yes, I do. In June, um, my dad is doing a study abroad trip with his college because he works as a professor at a college. And we're going to be going to Switzerland for all of June. Oh, my goodness. That sounds very nice. Yeah. I don't think I have any plans that fancy. <laughs> but that'll be a well, nice... What, what, go ahead, well, sorry. What do you think you might do over the summer? What do I think I'm going to do over the summer? I think I'm probably... I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to fix these garbage cans, these broken garbage <laughs> cans. Right? Yeah. Sure. So... Do you ever hear that kid who calls in, uh, uh, what's his face? What's that kid's name? Liam. Liam. Mm, uh, I've, um, heard a lot of other, I've heard a few other kids called him, but I'm not sure if I've heard a boy called Liam. He has his imaginary friend. Oh. Bo- his imaginary friend's name is Bobby Joe. And he said, okay. he said Bobby Joe dri- drives uh, a toilet car. <laughs> Does that mean, like, it's got a toilet, toilet has wheels and then there's no water in it and then, and then you sit in the toilet? No, he said you sit on the toilet and you drive it. It's got 17 wheels. Okay. Do you so have an... Like a, a big... Do you have a... Uh, go ahead, sorry. No, you can talk. No, you I talk. You're my guest. You talk, Hannah. Okay, so technically it's, it's a big toilet, and then you sit on it, and then you, like, steer it with a wheel? I think so. I think that's how it works. That's how Bobby okay. Joe drives it. Hmm. Okay. So, so um, do you ever have any friends like that? Any imaginary friends? No, but I believe in imaginary things. Like what? What's an imaginary thing you believe in? Unicorns. Unicorns. Did you see that drink that they had at Starbucks, the unicorn drink? Yeah, the unicorn frappuccino. Me and my friend, we went over to try them, but they didn't have them left because they were only out for a week. I don't know why anybody would want to drink that because that's a... So so what they do is basically a unicorn is sick to his stomach or her stomach, (laughs) and then they, they barf into a cup, right? Is that what that is? No, it's um, it's called a unicorn frappuccino because it has like colors that a unicorn can have. Oh. It's pink, purple, and blue. And what is it made of? Just sugar? Yeah, probably just plain sugar. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of coffee because they call it a frappuccino. Well, you can't drink coffee though, right? Do you drink coffee, Hannah? Um, a little bit. Oh, come on, Dad. 
Come on, Pops. Pops. Where do you get your kid? What you do, doing your your books for you? What you got to keep her up all night? <coughs> right? Right? What are you? What are you? Uh, the CPA? Well, I don't drink it like that often. Just like a little bit. Well, good. You shouldn't. You don't have to. You're a kid. You have natural energy. Yeah. Get really hyper. Most yeah. at night, which is like a bad thing. That is a bad thing. You need to roll. You need to calm down, and that way you get a good night's <laughs> sleep, right? Yeah. Well, Hannah, I'm going to say this. I think you're a great caller. Thank I, you. I appreciate you calling. You call anytime you want. Okay. And um, I have one more question for you. Of course. So, um, my brother wants to know what your favorite candy bar is. Who wants to, your brother wants to know what my favorite yeah. candy bar is. Yeah. Mmm, Snickers! <laughs> and Coffee Crisp. Hmm, okay. You should try Coffee Crisp sometime when you're old enough. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. Okay. You tell your dad that Tom said, no caffeine, okay. or I'm going to come down there. I'm going to dump a unicorn frappuccino on his head. <laughs> they don't have unicorn frappuccinos anymore. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll be. I'll make one up. I'll just start pouring blue stuff into a bucket. Okay. What's something you think is funny, Hannah? Do you think it's funny when a little kid kicks an, an adult in a movie? Sure, let's say that. Let's say that. Oh, you're giving me the business. Let's say that. Oh, I got to say this. You, oh, first of all, Snickers are trash. Yeah, of course they are. You don't think I know that? What, you think I'm eating good stuff? No, they're garbage. That's why they keep them in the store close to the floor. They're almost on the floor when you go to a convenience store. They're in shelves that you have to get on your knees to get them. Yeah, they're trash. <laughs> they're next to where trash goes, on the floor. <laughs> yeah, so um, I also have one for the topic. Oh, what do you got? Um, What is Mike Pence doing right now? Mike Pence? Yeah. Right now he's probably uh, re-watching... Uh, the footage of the, uh, the, the, the Pacers losing in the playoff. He's probably watching Paul George shoot, shooting that game loser over and over. <laughs> Do you like basketball, Hannah? Um, well, I don't like it that much, but I watch it when my dad puts it on TV. And what team does your dad like? What team do you like? Oh, he's right there? <laughs> Would you like the Mavericks? He, he likes the Warriors. Oh. Golden State Warriors. Yeah, you don't live in... Root for the team where you live. This is what I want you to say to your dad. Okay, ready, Hannah? Mm-hmm. Dear Papa. Say, Dear Papa. <laughs> Dear Papa. Papa. Pa Papa. Papa. There you go. Say, Dear Papa. Okay. Tom said. Tom said. And this is not me saying it. 
<laughs> okay, I'll say that. Say, this is not me saying it. Tom said this. Okay. Say it to him right now. Okay. Say it. He's right okay. there. Say it. <laughs> Papa. <laughs> Tom said. No, it wasn't me saying it. No, Tom said it. Okay, this is what you said. <laughs> What's the rest of it? Anyone from anyone from Texas who roots for the Golden State Warriors. Anyone from Texas that roots for the Golden State Warriors is as dumb as the day is long. Is as dumb as the day is long. And you say again, Wait, I did I'm... not I did not say this, Papa. Again, I did not say it, Papa. Tom made me say it. Tom made me say it. And I'll see you in Switzerland. Yeah. Say that to him. Say, and I'll see you, uh, and say, and the next time I will see you, we will be in Switzerland. And the next time I will see you, we will be in Switzerland. Say, Hannah out. Hannah out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thank Hannah. you, Tom. You have a great night. You too. Bye. See, that's a cute kid. It's a great kid. People say I can't talk to kids on the show. I talk to anybody. I talk to a kid like that. I talk to what's his face, Avalanche Bill, and it's the same thing. Cover every age group and everyone in between. I'll talk to a child. I'll talk to Avalanche Bill and every white dude who makes up the other 99.9% of the show. And nothing against it. I love every one of you. You're keeping this thing afloat. It's the only thing I got. And for those drinking at home, for when I say something doomed, drink up. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash officehourslive. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. So I went to Costco today. Because we needed stuff for the studio. And I'll send out an email to the to the crew and say, well, what do we need? You know what Mike wanted? No joke. Frozen steaks. I'm like, this is, no, this is for the show. What do you need? He's like, yeah, I need them for the show. And he said, if they don't have steaks, frozen chops. And then I, and he wanted cream spinach, caramelized onions, and cheesecake. I'm like, what, what are you, Ruth Chris? You're running a, a steakhouse? Is there a good steakhouse in Bayonne, Mike? Um, not yet. What? Why don't we open a steakhouse? Mike's place, right? Hey, everyone. 
Welcome to Mike's Steaks. Only the choicest cuts of beef. Or you'll say meat, not beef. Because we're not going to exactly tell them exactly what it is they're reading. Only the choicest cuts of meat. And cream spinach. And then we've got our cheesecake. So then I brought all this stuff, all these snacks for Mike and Pat and Dudio and myself. No steaks, no chops. He doesn't say anything. So I'm like, all right, he's letting it slide. Maybe he was joking. Then he's like, I brought jelly beans in that he got at the place, uh, what you call it, Al uh, Cowling's uh, uh, candy bar place. What is it called? Al Richards in Bayonne. They got these, they have their Easter uh, jelly beans, like a post-Easter sale. And they're really good, the best, it's the best chocolate, best candy. So I eat some jelly beans. And I notice he's like checking, he's like, and he said to me, that's 55 cents. Yeah, look, they're spicy. Are the spicy jelly beans my favorite? No, they're not. I'll still eat them, though. I like a jelly bean that's like a, uh, like a, uh, replicating, so it's like we're on a space shuttle. That's what I'm looking for, a space station. I'm looking for the Willy Wonka experience with a jelly bean. Oh, I can taste the baked potato. Yeah, I don't eat steak. I'm looking at uh, Jace uh, uh, flipping out on uh, Twitter. No, I'm not eating at this dump, Mike's Steaks. Think I'd eat there? No, I don't eat steak. I just want to, uh, I want the green. Although I can I can picture, the... we're going to have to put a fair amount of our, uh, our uh, uh, infrastructure is going to have to be, uh, to make sure people don't skip out. Well, I left my wallet in my car. I'll be right back, Mike. Hey, Mike, it's me. Oh, you're going to charge me now? What are you, a big shot? Bleep you. Oh, look at Mr. Big Shot charging everyone for the meals they ate. Yeah, the steak shot. This is the steakhouse is already a bad idea. I already see this is this all going downhill. Fast, that masses crowd rolls in. The steakhouse would be like in Caddyshack when they let the open the pool up to the caddies for for an hour every summer. No Dudio tonight. Dudio is uh, out and about. Yeah, I'm sure you can track his adventures online, right? He's, I thought I saw him tweeting tonight. Yeah, there he is. He's tweeting over at at Sonic Dork. So it's Pat and Mike, and this is the challenge, guys. 
Show me that you can do it without Dudio. Show me you can do the show without Dudio. Show me. This is the chance. Dudio's always got himself positioned as if he's a top dog. Show me that it can happen without him. New a new structure might unveil itself. Not saying, not saying, but I'm saying. Best show. Hi. Is this me? It is you. Hey, Tom. It's Kyle from Manhattan. Kyle from Manhattan. What's up? Big shot. Uh, so there was a caller last week who talked about how uh, Gallagher traumatized a bunch of kids on stage at a show he saw. Let me just say this. First of all, let me just say this. Allegedly. Well, let me just say this. Uh, what's your name again? Mike? Kyle. 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 A child called before you. And this child... You've already done three things wrong that the ch- that a child did not do. Wrong bad connection. Is this me? You start talking. His phone starts going. I'm telling you. Can you hear me now? Is the connection better? Oh, it's better. But this should, this should not be an issue. But look. Okay, Kyle. Let's move forward. I just want you to know. You're being shown up by a nine-year-old right now. Um, I think it's kind of because I was traumatized by Gallagher as a nine-year-old. All right, but this is why I'm turning. Okay, that was on stage. That all right, uh, Kyle. Kyle, Hey, Kyle, I'm turning the floor over to you. It's your chance to shine. This is your turn, just like in Bridge Over Troubled Water, my friend. Right? (laughs) Go ahead, Silver Girl. This is your time. Yeah. So uh, I just been telling a story for years, and I started out it was true, and then I heard this caller from uh, Philadelphia last week talk about seeing Gallagher make fun of a bunch of kids, and it was like exactly what happened to me. I'm not sure if he saw my show or if Gallagher was just making fun of a, a bunch of kids across the country, but, yeah, like he, uh, I went to see Gallagher with one of my uh, friends, and he uh, called for volunteers to go up on stage, and me, my friend, and another uh, a girl got brought up on stage, and he had us basically act as his, his assistants, and I had to... Uh, uh, make all this pies for him. Like Gallagher doesn't just smash watermelons. He also uh, smashes like pies and he had us uh, empty cans of fruit into these pie trays and throw these uh, cans into the garbage can from across the stage. And uh, I, uh, I missed the other two people made him and he started making fun of me saying I was a loser saying I lost to a girl. So embarrassing. How could you possibly lose to a girl just ripping into me? And how old were you at this point? I think I was probably around ten. Okay. Well, this is this this is exactly. Um, I, I withdraw what I had just uh, said about you. You're 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 doing the best you can. Gallagher took a part of your uh, the vitality of your youth from you. I used to be a you know a pretty outgoing kid. First, and, uh, first of all, that, though, had... Kyle, who who took you to this thing? Your parents? I went with my friend and his parents. Okay, and how did you end up on stage? Gallagher's like, don't you come up here? So he invited all the kids to sit. You know, sometimes at some stages there's like the front row and there's a little gap between the front row and the stage. He mm-hmm. invited all the kids to go sit in that gap, and he did some, uh, some I don't know, bit involving bowling pins, and the bowling pins fell off the stage. I picked him up and went to put him on stage, and he called me up on stage when I uh, put the bowling pins up there. 
Okay. Uh, Gallagher called you on stage after the bowling pins went by. Yeah. So he had me basically be his assistant for the rest of the show. Like, he didn't stop with uh, making fun of me with the, uh, for missing the shot. Like, he made me eat a bunch of gross stuff up on stage. He made me eat some, like, combination of, it was corned beef hash and there was Pepto-Bismol involved. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who the hell let you do What's Gallagher, your overlord? I don't know. It's a young kid, and he just told me to do it, so I did it. I was in front of, like, I think, like, a thousand people, okay, and well, I wasn't going to say no. I'm going to say this. Who's your friend? You you still in touch with this friend? No, you're not. I I actually reached out to him when I heard this clip last year, uh, mm-hmm. last week, and he had uh, he had totally forgot about it. He had repressed the memory, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, he remembered after I sent that clip. So he it came rushing back to him. Yeah, he he had he had successfully tamped down this memory that was probably yeah, coming I mean, out in other ways, like uh, weird uh, weird uh, stomach problems or or uh, foot cramps or or uh, inability to sleep at night. And yeah, you, I mean, it's just when, when I heard this story, it was like a complete flashback like I had a visceral reaction when I heard this guy talking about it I hadn't really thought about it that much and that really just brought back these memories well then you know what you do you contact Gallagher <laughs> you, you why don't you do this why don't you sue Gallagher why don't you sue him you think I got a case why don't you put you get to get do a class action suit all the kids who saw Gallagher yeah, that's the thing. Is I don't know if it's just if like if this caller saw my specific show or if they're just a bunch of kids across no. the country that got you, traumatized. Why don't you Gallagher. find out? Why don't you find out? What 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 are you spending your days doing, Kyle? Uh, that's kind of what I want to do. I wanted to call in to see if there were other kids out there. If they want to reach out and, okay. and get together. Wow, you let's let's put, you put a, a group together. A support group. Uh, no, not a support. Well, you know that can be. I want you at least gather everyone together first. And then, then what you do is you go to a Gallagher, all of you go to a Gallagher show, right? Then you take them and you take, you tie them up and then you run that giant big wheel right over them. Right? Right? Back and forth, back and forth. I think that's the only way to settle this. Yeah, I think so. Well, you have a grand evening. Uh, Best show. uh, Hello? Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Oh, this is Angela calling from Ithaca. How are you, Angela? I'm fine. How are you? I'm all right. That's good. It is good. I was going to say, I, I have one of Mike's headshots, but mine came in the mail dry. Of course it did. No, my, my, <laughs> what do you want Mike to write on this headshot? On the one that I have? No, 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 on the one that Mike, Mike, I ordered one last week. He brought it in. It's sitting in front of him. I want, and he's like, what do you want written on it? (laughs) So I want everybody to write, tell Mike what to write on the headshot. Oh, I don't know. That seems like a lot of responsibility. No, don't, it's no, it's going to just be covered in text. It's going to be like a a William Burroughs uh, thing, (laughs) right? Word sound. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, I'll, I'll work in no play, make Mike a dull boy. What's that? I'll work in no play, make Mike a dull boy. Oh, you hear that, Mike? 
all work and no play make Mike a dull boy? In very tiny letters. Mike Stakes, how can I help you? <laughs> A.P. Mike, it's me, William Burroughs. I'd like a table for two by the kitchen. Sounds good, Mr. Burroughs. The guy from the Efferdent commercial will be in town. Would you like to share a table with him? Sounds interesting, A.P. <laughs> Mike. Angela? Yes? Do you have anything else? Oh, um, I had one for the topic, but oh, it wasn't yeah. super interesting. Oh, oh, okay, well, look, you, you, you dictate what you says and what you don't says. If you don't think right. it's interesting, don't say it. Oh, okay. I was, I was just, uh... Wondering what Avalanche Bob was up to right now. I'm very probably, curious about uh, probably what he looks two. like, how he lives his life. He's on line two right now, probably. Probably on hold. <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's what he's doing right now. He's just he's, waiting he's, to talk. He's doing exactly what you did. He yeah, did he's waiting to call you Mike. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be playing the steakhouse. Right? That would be amazing. Everyone, welcome to Mike's place. I want to bring to the stage a special guest, my friend Avalanche Bob. Well, how's it going, Mike? How's it going? AP <laughs> Mike with Steakhouse. AP Mike with Steakhouse. So, all right, Angela. That'd be great. Thanks have a good one. You have a great one. Hello, best show. Oh, my God. This music can mean only one thing. Hang on, let let me turn off my Fitbit. Your Fitbit. Yeah. Um. Well, that music. I know what that music means. Only one thing. Yeah. That the caller on yeah. the other end of the line. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Philly boy Roy. Hello. How are you? Um. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> It's Philly Boy Roy in the MFing H. Okay. I I censored myself because in some societies house is a taboo word. Well, um, um, okay. I didn't know that that was. Uh, I appreciate you you uh, bleeping the other stuff, but not the you know. I didn't know house was uh, in question, but you did it. So there you go. That's for you. I'm lo- I'm looking out for you. I know the FCCC. Is it FCC or FCCC? E- regardless, I know they've been on your ass. Oh no, I said I said that word. Yeah, that was wrong. Okay, well, you know, let's tighten it up from this point on. Oh, tighten it up. Okay, like a tight five. <laughs> sure, like a tight five. Okay. Um, when is the last time you called, Roy? 
It, it has to be, uh, from my my recollection, at least like ten months ago. It was ten months ago, yeah. Which has to be the longest time between calls on the show. You know? I think you're probably right. Yeah. What what's uh what's what's been going on? Oh my God! Well, where did it begin, Tom? Uh, so much stuff has been going in El Vida Loco Royo. Uh, is okay. That's that's the the crazy life of Roy. Oh, I guess it is. Yeah, I, I thought I just made up some words, but you, now that <laughs> yeah. I look, now that I think about, it, I think you're uh, right. Yeah, I might put that on a T-shirt. Well, look, as you recall, the last time we spoke, I was in the middle of a Manchurian candidate maneuver perpetrated by my son, Royden Jr. Do you remember that? Oh, I, absolutely. How could I forget? That was insane, and it all happened live on the show. It I, did. Yeah. See, if you recall, Roy Jr. was using a zombified me to take revenge upon Eddie Trunk, Don Jamerson, and Jim Florentine. Yes. And luckily, nobody died. And fortunately, there was no law on the books regarding the use of a zombie to commit an assassination of third-tier radio personalities at that point. So they couldn't charge us with nothing. Yeah. And, and they, I mean, they, they were okay. I think you attempted it, right? I they, did, yes. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I was a zombie. You were a zombie. Okay. Sure. So, but... um. So there was nothing on the books. That's very fortunate. Very lucky, right? Yeah, absolutely. Very lucky. So, but that's a while ago. What's been what's been going on since then? Well, look, I'll be honest, Tom, okay? It's been a very long, very troubling 10 months. How so? Well, I ran afoul of John Q. Law in February of this year. Uh-huh. And I got sent to the hut. the hut. And I ain't talking the local hut. I'm talking the federal hut. Federal prison. You got sent yeah. to federal prison. Yeah. Wow. Look, I ain't proud of it, okay? But as my pastor Todd says, first rule of church club is you gotta be straight with the big guy, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm an open book for all to read from here on out, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's what your your pastor said. Yes. Uh huh. Look, I before we get to the, all the federal uh, prison stuff, let's put that on hold for a second. You you're uh, you really go to church now? Oh, I sure do. Yeah. See, Tom, I'm totally on the straight and narrow now. I got scared straight, so to speak, and now thanks to uh, Pastor Todd, I'm doing that. And I'll tell you, man, Church Club is the coolest church in Philly. Have you heard of these new cool churches, Tom? Uh, sure. No, I've seen these cool, like these cool churches for young people. I've seen stuff online about them, and they 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 make them seem more like 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 gyms or or like rock clubs than churches. Well, you're saying that like it's a bad thing. Uh huh. Well, but you're 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 telling me. Please don't tell me Church Club is actually the name of the church, though. Of course it is. Isn't it cool? No, it's not. It's uh, It seems very forced and very kind of calculated. 
Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. And see, it, it, it's, it's like traditional church, but, you know, it's got a new metal band. There's weightlifting, uh, Ed Hardy choir robes, and flagrant chest thumping. Uh-huh. All the uh, cool stuff sure. that kids like. Well, that all sounds in kind of insane, but uh, I guess uh, on the brighter side, there's at least there's no uh, actual fighting going on. <laughs> the F there's not. Wait, there's fighting going on? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? We throw down right after the first hymn, and just before Pastor Todd smoking hot wife Kayla, she does the ceremonial moving of the unattractive parishioners from the front of the church to the back, just like Jesus did during the serving of the mounds. The Sermon on the Mount. What? That's what I think you're... The serving of the mounds? Yeah, the serving of the mounds. Crack a Bible much? It don't sound like you do. Well, I'm going to say to you, crack a Bible much, it don't sound like you do. You shoved that right back in my fat face. (laughs) Yeah. The mounds? You mean like mounds candy bars? Yes! Yes, that's... I don't think there's any reference to any candy bars in the Bible, let alone a specific brand. Oh, well, I... I read the Peter Paul version. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. What? Yeah, that. Yeah, he had like a little. It was almost. It wasn't Halloween because they didn't invent Halloween yet. But he had a little basket of, of mounds bars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they just had a, a basket of mounds bars in church. It wasn't in. They didn't have buildings yet back then. You dits. Okay, well, first of all, they did have buildings back no, then. No, they didn't. They you, had huts. You dits. Um, they might not resemble exactly the buildings we have now. Well, they might not resemble the buildings we have now. You know what you sound like? What? what? Some smart guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. But you're really not. Look, Roy, I never said I was that smart. Well, good, because you ain't. Oh, okay. So this is really confrontational here uh you look i'm psyched up from church club okay i don't know what to, well i'm glad i'm glad you're psyched up from church club let's take our shirts off no i'm not taking my shirt off okay well let's get back to the topic at hand okay yeah all right so the reason i got sent to prison uh-huh it actually has its basis in the realm of organized religion like we were just discussing oh, okay i'm 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 all ears i got okay. i want to hear about this well, a month after we last spoke last year, Roy Jr. and I were watching that documentary, Holy Hell. Did you see that? It's about the tiny, cool Latino guy who becomes a holy man slash guru to all these really cool, smart, attractive people. Did you see that show? I did. Yeah. Well, then we watched Going Clear. Did you see that show? That was the documentary, the HBO documentary about uh, Scientology. Yes, yeah. And so we're watching this, and then Roy Jr. turns to me and goes, You know, Roy, you got to do that. And I go, Do what? And he goes, You got to start your own religion. And then he filled our popcorn bowl with yingling, and then he dunked my head in it, and he said, I anoint you Zigloo, the founder and guru and god of hogeology. Oh, 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 okay. Let's take this 
Let's take this piece right before we get into uh, what did you say? Zigloo. Yes. And hogeology. Yes. You you mentioned those documentaries. Did you actually see what happens at the end of those documentaries? Of course I did. Okay. Yeah, in the CNN one, the guru and his congregation, they set up this wonderful church in Austin, Texas. And then in the Scientology one, L. Ron Hubbard, he helps tens of thousands of people with his teachings. Uh-huh. Well, it sounds like it sounds like you maybe watched the first... 25% of these movies cuz that's you're just describing things that happened at the beginning of them. No way, Jose. That's where they end, you dipnits. Wait. So you think that those movies end like 20 minutes in? Okay, look. I can't help it, all right? I have ACADD. Are you happy? I bet you feel like a real big man now that I admitted that. That you have A-A-C-A-D-D. Yes. What is, what is, okay, what is A-C-A-D-D? Adult Cinematic Attention Deficit Disorder. Why? I've, I've never heard of that. Well, millions of citizens have it, and as a result of it, we can't watch a movie for more than 20 minutes. Okay, it's this might, might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. What? Are, are you, are you, be, be, be honest with me, Roy, are you making this up? I've never heard of ACADD. No, it's a real thing. I've done my research and sought treatment. Now you do yours and, and seek treatment. Mm. Okay, well look. I want to hear about all these other things. I want to hear about Zigloo so badly. I'm champing. Chomping? Champ. It's both. I'm champing it. No, that, that doesn't sound right. But. I'm chomping at the bit. I got, okay. I got to ask you. Yes. What are your, what are like your five favorite movies, Roy? Ooh, fun game. Um, okay, let me think. Let me think. Oh, well, I love uh, Titanic. Oh, my God, what a tale. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. And, and t- t- tell me what you, in your words, what is the, the uh, like, a nutshell synopsis of the movie Titanic? Of the whole movie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, scrappy young man from Parts Unknown stows away on a giant boat, takes a hoity-toity lover, Travels without incident to New York City and then makes his fortune as a male escort. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, I don't think you saw all of Titanic. I think I did. Yeah. It's one of your favorites. Oh, yeah. Perhaps uh-huh. my all time favorite. Yeah. I and, like other ones too, though. Okay. All right. Well, what else is another favorite movie of yours? Oh, uh, Near Dark. Near Dark. Yes. And what would you say Near Dark is about? Um, I would describe that as a ragtag family of misfits makes their way through the Southwest, drinking in bars and looking for that one big score. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. No violence. Uh huh. No. Uh, yeah. No. Wait. Wow. That sound. This sounds. Uh. What do you? What do you think happens? I th- I, first of all, I think you have the wrong movie title, Roy. Oh. 
From Dusk Till Dawn? No, that's a TV show. No, that's a movie. Huh. Look, Near Dark. Okay. They're both the same. They're both two of my favorite movies. Any elements of... I'm going to throw a thing and you tell me if this happens in, in either of these. Okay. Vampires. No. What? No, you, then you have not seen either of them. Should I have? You don't watch these. Well, I guess you maybe do have ACADD. I told you. Okay, well, what's another movie? This is fascinating to me. Oh, I love Stripes. Uh-huh. What's Stripes about? Well, quick log line on that one. Two out-of-town, uh, two out-of-option schlubs from Louisville join the Army, and they get into tip-top shape just before graduation. Uh-huh. Okay. No adventure after that? What? Where they drive a giant, like, mega tank, if I remember correctly. <laughs> a giant mega tank? What? <laughs> Are you th you're thinking of Speed Racer with the mammoth car. I'm not thinking of Speed Racer. Stripes ain't animated, you jerk. <laughs> I'm fully aware that Stripes is not animated, you jerk. Okay. Oh, I also love that new movie, Get Out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, what's your what's your synopsis of Get Out? Okay, well, a multiracial couple from Manhattan, they go to the country for a nice weekend, but the male, he gets trapped in this space chair. Okay. And that's the end. <laughs> that's the end of the movie. Yes. He gets trapped in a space chair. Yes. I uh -huh. heard there's going to be a sequel. Okay. A sequel to Get Out. It's by the other guy in, in that duo. Who would that be, Peel? No, Peel made the key. key. His is called And Stay Out. Oh, okay, so... So, Key is making a sequel to Peel's movie Get Out called And Stay Out. I think so, yeah. yeah. Totally unrelated, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just like... So, it's like a... A cheap cash-in. Exactly, yeah. Uh-huh. It's a name-quill. A na okay, so a only... A sequel in name only. In name only, yes. Yeah. Uh, 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 sequel in Sequel in name only. Oh, I like that, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I gotta ask you, Roy, enough about this movie thing. I'm sorry you're afflicted with A-D, A-C-A-D. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. And, um, but what is hogeology? Well, hogeology, that's the religion that Roy Jr. and I founded, and of which I was the public face of. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, its message really connected with people in Philly. People were lost at that point, and they really needed spiritual guidance. The kind of guidance only Royanetics could provide. What, what is Royanetics? My book! You wrote a book. Of course I did, yeah. And it sold tens of thousands of copies in just weeks. Mm -hmm. Royanetics. Yeah, Can sounds really cool, don't it? Sounds oh. really, really brainy and really spiritual, don't it? Can I guess uh, something about maybe what the the underlying message of Royanetics might be? <laughs> uh, sure, you can try, but you're never, ever going to guess what it is, mm -hmm. because it's too esoteric for your tiny earth mind. Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to guess that, that Royanetics is, is uh, very authoritative and uplifting, mm -hmm. but it's also worded in a very, in the vaguest possible way, so... 
it actually doesn't say anything of substance, but it's also still always intriguing enough to keep people on the hook so they keep spending money on other Royanetics uh, uh, products. You left out the auditing. Oh, what's the auditing? Wait, what, what, what's that? It's the same thing as Scientology, only the cans ain't actually hooked up to nothing. Why? The cans? Yeah. Okay, those are those the, for the readings. Yeah, also the E-meter? Yeah. It's just like the front of an old Kenwood radio. Okay. No guts to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's just an empty, an empty shell of a radio. Well, it probably works, right? Maybe. <laughs> so you didn't even bother to see if these things that you're passing off as other things even work as the first thing that they actually are. I mean, are you, what are you doing with these things? So are you spray painting them? Yes. Uh-huh. Who you been talking to? I'm just, I've talked to you long enough that I think I have a handle on how you operate. You kind of know my MO, right? I know, yeah, I know the moves. Yeah. I know the moves. You know I cut some corners whenever possible. <laughs> yes. If there's an easy play. Yeah. If, if there's the easy way to do it that might blow up in your face versus yeah. the, the honest and hard way. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling I know which one Roy is going to choose. Yeah, I don't like coming anywhere near that second option. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. But look, it don't matter because this thing became huge in just a couple months, way huger than we expected, and then people started to fall under my spell. Oh, under your spell? Yeah, oh man, did I love being a guru. Check it out, I wore a Speedo, just like a size too small. I wore a dream catcher and that cool captain's hat. You wore a dream catcher? Yes. Where? On my neck. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, I look so cool. I had to keep from pawing myself. News. Yeah. But, you know, it got so big and we had so many cool people liking it, it wasn't long before we opened the Celebrity Center where the higher-profile disciples could study and worship me free of the gawking eyes of non-FPs. Famous people. Yeah. The Celebrity Center. Yes. And who who were some of these famous people who um, were followers of Hogeyology? Hogeyology? Yeah, who were who were some of the people? Oh man, uh, off the top of my head, uh, Rob Hyman, uh, Meek Mill, Tina Fey, John Oates, uh, Bill Berge, Patrick Burkery, uh, all the Dead Milkmen, one of Cinderella, nobody from the War on Drugs, uh, Chubby Checker, uh, Gamble and Huff, Frank Rizzo Jr. Who else? Uh, Jazzy Jeff, uh, Amber Rose. Uh, Pat Olivieri from Pat Stakes, Questlove from Questlove, uh, M. Night Shyamalan, uh, Chuck Meehan and Jackal from Why Die, uh, Michael Tierson, uh, who else? Kurt Vile. Kurt Vile? Yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, as you'll recall, the last time we spoke, Kurt had just kicked me out of the violators. Mm-hmm. 
because I recorded this ultra cool version of the Dead Milkman's punk rock girl, but without his permission. He's really iron handed. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but I had to make nice with him so I could get to the real score. Uh huh. His brother Jello Man. The re- <laughs> he he was the ultimate get for my religion. So you were going through Kurt to try to get to Jello Man. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And that that so you're trying to bring him into the fold, but Kurt was in the fold. Kurt was already in, and Kurt was the leader of the daily mandatory roilibrations. A what is a roilibration? Well, it's like it's a celebration, but it's got my name in the front of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, everybody would sit at my feet and exalt and salute me and say, "To PBR." And then I judge each disciple on the quality of their salute and then subsequently punish those who I felt saluted poorly. You'd punish them? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, like, how extreme was the punishing? Well, I'll tell you this. Every punishment was haunch-related. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes it was Sometimes it, it was depending on the person. Like, if it was a person who didn't like to be touched. Mm-hmm. They got their their haunches massaged for two hours. So somebody who didn't like getting touched would get a nice touching. Yes. But most people, they basically got their haunches whipped. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's By Gamble and Huff. The, uh, they're songwriters, right? They are, yes. Great haunch whippers, too. Would you say that, that Gamble and Huff are better... Haunch whippers than songwriters at this point. I'll tell you, they have a, a their their hit making um, record is uh, no pun intended cannot be denied. But I'll tell you, man, honestly, much better haunch whippers. Wow, are they yeah. in the haunch? Is there a Philadelphia haunch whipping hall of fame? Well, there's a, a there is yes, and and there's also yeah they talk about the Philadelphia sound you know with the the orchestration you know it was like R and B but there were strings yes these guys when they would whip haunches you could hear the strings so there's even like a Philly haunch whipping sound yes well that is really interesting do you remember that song it was called T S O P the sound of Philadelphia it, it was used as as the uh, the theme to um, Soul Train. Okay. Well, we're making a new song called T S O P H W. The sound of Philadelphia haunch whipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Extended play. Yeah, so it could be like a like a twelve inch. No, twice that. No, I'm talking about the record it would be yeah. released on. Yeah, I am too. Twenty-four inch. <laughs> so there's a. It'll be on a twenty-four inch record. Oh yeah. Why? I've never seen a twenty. I didn't know there were turntables that could accommodate a twenty-four inch record. Well, only one label's putting them out. Well, and thank God it's in Philly. It's called Silk Breeze. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's great. That seems like a good use of resources for real good. For yeah. Tom, Tom Lack. Keeping stuff. it local. Yeah. Yeah, Tom's really got his eyes on the on the prize there. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so but look, you know, 
I know I've been really hyping this thing like it was great, and it was great, but you're never going to guess how it all ended, how oh. it all just unraveled. Yeah, well, Roy, I, I have to say, you already told me you went to federal prison, so I kind of know how it ended already. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is not any mystery. Okay, I kind of blew that one, didn't I? Well, look, anyway, at, at, towards the end, I, I got really paranoid. Mm-hmm. And I thought everybody was after me, either trying to ruin me financially or even trying to kill me. Okay. And there were some days I couldn't find my Speedo. And then there were some days I couldn't find my captain's hat. And then there were some days I couldn't find my dream catcher. Wow, really kind of coming apart. Yeah, they're kind of effing with me. And that messes up with your head for, you know, a- after a while of, mm-hmm. you know, it, like weeks of that stuff, people hiding stuff. Okay. I started to really lose it. And, and also, the mountains of cocaine I was doing might have had something to do with my mental state. You think? Possibly. There's oh. a slimmest chance. Yeah, yeah, possibly. But on the plus side of that whole scenario, yeah. the coke was killing my appetite, and my abs were shredded to F. Ugh. Yeah. I was like that kid. Remember that kid who was like 10, but he had the body of Jack LaLanne? Yes. I was like him, but an adult. So basically, I was like Jack LaLanne. Wow, were you, you, you know, he, he he would always wear that uh, that kind of that jumpsuit. I always remember that that blue jumpsuit. Yes, like that. And in all honesty, you couldn't really tell how buff he was because of the jumpsuit. Yeah, it looked like there could have been some inflatable sections of that jumpsuit. All right, here's my question to you. Also, uh huh. He had that thing where you can't tell if he's six seven or if he's four eight. He his yes, his body type was very unique. And look, he was an old guy who was super strong. Yeah. But it's hard to tell when some guy is ninety three years old and is still V shaped. You're you're not sure what's going on there. Exactly. And he never positioned himself, like, next to another human, so you never knew. Yeah, he was always next to, like, a, like a boat or something. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Would... How big is that boat? I don't know. Yeah. It's like, I don't know boats that, like, yeah, it's a boat. Okay. It's a boat. I don't know. The, the boat isn't going to tell the tale. Um, I'll never forget the first time I saw that movie. What's that? The boat isn't going to tell the tale. Remember that one? It was Jackie O'Haley's only uh, only nautical flick. Yeah, and he was in it. I think he was in it all by himself. He was. It was his solo turn. Yeah, it was a movie where it was just him in that rowboat. And it was just, he was starting to lose his his mind just out in in the sea like that. Such a strong performance. I would give anything to see the poster for that. Maybe it'll turn up tomorrow. Oh, I you don't never know. know. No, that poster's gone forever, Roy. Uh, it, don't oh, don't say remember? that. I have a good feeling about this. Roy, no one could even... Uh, that. It's been one of the great Hollywood mysteries is that poster. Uh, people will talk about... Right, that it was a that it was an image of Jackie Earl Haley on a on in a rowboat. Right, and then over him was a giant Maria Conchita Alonso who was who was doing the voice of his mother through the movie. 
But you'll never see that poster. You know, Tom, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, so anyway, in addition to those problems, the IRS was after me for unpaid taxes. Uh-huh. And you're never going to believe this. But those SOBs wouldn't let me call hogeology a religion. Oh, I, I, who, who could have, what a shocker. Right? Yeah. So, I don't know what to do at this point. So, I ended up living on a boat in the middle of international waters in the Schuylkill River with just me and a handful of my, of my staff. Okay. So, you, you were, not unlike Jackie Earl Haley, you took to the water. Absolutely. Classic Ziegler tie-in. Mm-hmm. It's always very, very neat. It is, yeah. So anyway, the staff that I took with me, yeah, I would pit them against each other to see who worshipped me the most and the hardest. And how would you pit them against each other? Well, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd have like a worship off, like a salute off, and those I deemed to be substandard, uh-huh. I'd throw them overboard. So you were throwing you were throwing people who you believe to not worship you enough overboard. Yes, and so they're swimming around in the Schuylkill, all the while being pelted with stale hoagie buns from Pathmark. Uh huh. It was hilariously humiliating. Sounds very humiliating. It was, yeah. Oh, and also, I had a bunch of people imprisoned, including my wife Rhoda. Well, well why would you? Why would you do that? Well, she looked at me disapprovingly once, and so I labeled her and her extended family OPs. What are OPs? Obnoxious persons. OP. And they got quarantined. Uh huh. This is unbelievable. It's it's uh, this is so wrong. Well, the power went to my head. It would go to anyone's head. Well, most people wouldn't generally take the step into this. So. But it's this is I, I got I gotta say I'm truly offended by this this whole thing. Oh come on! Can can I ask? Uh, are you um? Are you still in prison? Oh no 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 no! I'm free and I'm in the clear now. It's it's great. Okay. How 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 did you manage to get out of this huge hole? You're in? it was big trouble, right? Well, here's yeah. what I did. I cut a deal with the feds to tell them where Jimmy Hoff is buried. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wait, Jimmy Hoff, how, how in the world do you know where Jimmy Hoffa is buried? Because my dad killed him. Oops. Well, Uh-oh. Look, yeah. you got to forget you heard that, and we got to stop talking about that pronto, okay? Okay, you know what? For your sake, Roy, we're not going to talk about Jimmy Hoffa. Good, because if we keep talking about that, we're both going to get oist. Okay, and I don't want to get oist. Good. Yeah. So, um, earlier you mentioned Roy Jr. was kind of how you got into all this. Oh, yeah. What what is uh, What is Roy Jr. up to? I'll tell you, I'm so proud of my dear boy. Now, as you recall, he was about to start classes at Drexel University, right? Mm-hmm. But, of course, that had to take a back seat once our endeavors with Royanetics kicked in. Okay. So, basically, he ended up flunking out due to never showing up for class. 
Yeah, that can generally lead to flunking out. Dismissal, right? Yeah. So wh- yeah. why are you so proud of him then? Because he's the youngest presidential advisor in American history, is all. Roy Jr. Yeah. Is a presidential advisor. He sure is. Huh. He, he is Jared Kushner's right-hand boy. Roy Jr. Absolutely, yeah. He's advising him on all the cool policies that you hear about every day. Well, that makes a perfect sense then. That, yeah. Yeah. That just, okay. Now, now things are coming into focus. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. making it. He's going to outshine all of us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the future seems bright for Roy Jr., I think so. He's got to wear shades. Uh, yeah, like that song. What song? Um, well, there's a song about that. Oh, you're thinking of, uh, gotta get myself some dark sunglasses in it. No, I'm not, I'm not thinking. Well, That's Frankenstein. That was cheap sunglasses, not dark sunglasses. You're talking about ZZ Top, not Edgar Winter. Right, and the song I, I'm talking I don't about is know. I'm Tim. still on cocaine, Tom. Don't tell my my parole officer, please. All right, Roy. I, 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 what what you 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 have the ability to just make it so I don't even know what to say. Well, what 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 what's going on with everybody else in your family? I mean, you said you you had Rhoda removed or whatever. I did, yeah. Uh huh. Because there's Rhoda and and Rhoda Jr. and Rhoda. Little Rhoda. Yeah, they're the children. Yeah. But look, we don't need to get into them, okay? Uh We don't need to talk about that. Um, You know, I got to say, you you were the one who said that your life was an open book. And uh, I think it's fair if you're going to talk about these things. If the audience is going to hang with you listening to you talk about this stuff, you kind of have to let them know. People want to know what's going on. Tom, Rhoda and I are divorcing, and she's seeking full custody of the kids. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, Roy. That's terrible. Thanks. You two have been married for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. How, how long? 21 years. Oof. Long time, right? That's a long time. Can can I ask what happened? Well, you know, she got miffed about the whole imprisonment thing. I don't know why. It's like, I didn't think she was that petty, but I guess I was wrong, right? (laughs) To to think that that she'd get mad about you getting imprisoned due to the religion you started up. Yeah, she... She knows I have my flights of fancy, and she knows not to get in the way of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, you know, also there was this whole issue of other women. Okay, here here we go. What? Well, let's, let's see how you handle it when you become a god to thousands of hotties wearing yoga pants and sports bras. Uh-huh. I was like a kitten in a candy store. Uh-huh. A, a, a what? A kitten in a candy store. You ain't never heard that? A kitten. Yes. A kid in a candy store. Not a no, kitten. No, it's a kitten in a candy store, no, you dope. It's not a kitten in a candy store. Yes, it is, because... Have you ever been to a candy store? 
Yeah, yeah, I have. Well, well if, if, you, if you have been, you know that the proprietor of the candy store puts a saucer of milk out, and then that's when the kitten comes in and takes a little sip of milk. Mm-hmm. You dip. Okay. Or a kid in a candy store would just go nuts as well because there's candy everywhere. Kids hate candy, you dope. Okay, Roy. Anywho, what can I say, all right? I wasn't impervious to the temptations of my newfound station, okay? Okay, well, that sounds like a very flowery and elegant way. Uh, you, you, You sound super eloquent now. Uh trying to say what you what what you did oh <laughs> that's actually from the van halen song bottoms up it's in the third verse impervious to temptate was it i wasn't impervious to the temptations of my newfound station and then it goes bop, 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 bottoms up oh okay so you're quoting van halen yes uh-huh what album was that on two Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, look, what can I say? I took a lover, okay, and her name was Madeline. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. judge me. Okay. And basically, Rhoda wasn't cool with it. All right. But man, what Madeline and me get up to in the boudoir, oh my God, it's sick and insane. Oh, what? I, I can't stand this. Oh, come I, on. You'd have I to see wanna, it to really appreciate it. I don't want to, then I will never truly appreciate it. Oh, sure, there's an age difference of 25 years, but our love and our lust is timeless, Tom. Uh-huh. Okay, well, that there we go. We're just checking things off down the checklist. Uh, so, so by the book. Um, what do you mean? With like a rich, powerful guy just leave, leaving their wife for some young model. What? No, no, you got it all wrong. I'm the youngster in this May-December romance. Wait, hold on. So, wait, you're the one that's a 25-year age difference? Yes. So, you're you're like coming up on 50, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So, how old? She must be like... 75. She's set, okay. All right. Look, I, I can tell by your voice. I know what you're thinking. But I'll tell you, if you were having this many quality orgasms, oh. you'd be singing a whole different thing, pal. That's the worst thing you've ever said. Oh, my God. Worse I, than when I said you were... Pudding? No, that was actually worse. So, but that got... I did believe that when I missed the other one. I'll give you credit. You're you're not as shallow as I thought you were. But it's... see, you had me all wrong, buddy. All right, I'll give you. But you credit. know, I'm going to get way way more graphic about that stuff in my Netflix special. You, wait, what are you talking about? Yeah, I got my own Netflix special coming up. Okay. Yeah, we're going to be filming it next month at Town Hall in New York City. Uh huh. Lance Bangs is shooting it. Okay. And Jake Fogelnest is going to helmet, and it's going to feature music by helmet. Okay. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. So, it, Jake Fogelnest is is going to helmet. Yes. And the, the music will be by helmet. 
Yes, yes. And as a matter of fact, Paige Hamilton is taking a page from the Hamilton score. Oh, this is just... So the guy from Helmet, Paige Hamilton... One of the three guys that wore a baseball cap. Yeah, they... they, uh, That must have been one of the only guitar stores in all of New York City where... Where, where Lou Reed and, and Paige Hamilton would probably run into each other once a week. Absolutely, yeah. And they would, they would get into arguments o- over who held their guitar higher. Yeah, and whose guitar seemed like it had more polish on it. Yes, and it was like one guy's arguing and saying, my guitar looks more like a can opener than yours, and the other guy's saying, no, mine does. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that was uh that's some era for guitars. Yeah. So yeah. so Netflix, huh? Yeah. You know what? what? Now that I got you here, I would love to hire you to punch up some of the stuff I got on it. Okay. Well, all right, hear me out. So far I got like 42 hoagie jokes. Mhm. 31 tasty cake jokes, and then I got a 70-minute chunk about my 2 months in juvie in 83. Uh huh. Any thoughts? Um. Well, it, it certainly seems like you have a an abundance of hoagie material. I do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe you can talk about. I don't know if you do this or whatever. Rather than just actually talk about literally about this, the hoagies, talk about like what it's like to go to a Wawa and order a hoagie. That's good. I'm writing that down. What else you got? And then you talk about maybe where you eat the hoagie and the tasty cakes. Try to give some of the... Just just try to open up the stories a little bit so you're literally not just making jokes about tasty cakes. Okay. Now, that's smart. I like that. I like that. And I'm totally going to use this stuff. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Tom. No, uh, of course I can't pay you. Oh, okay. Or give you credit. Oh, oh, of course, of course. Why, why couldn't you give credit? That's all locked in. Yeah. Oh, it's locked in already. You haven't yeah. filmed it yet, but it's locked in. Yeah, we're locked. Actually, Jake said I couldn't. I couldn't give you nothing. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I'll. I, I've got a bone to pick with Jake then. Okay. Well, I appreciate your words. I'm going to incorporate them. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, speaking of words. Yeah. Have you read this new Elizabeth Warren book? No, no, I haven't. Oh my God! What a crazy life she had! All the drugs and fighting. Wait, Se- Senator Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, yeah. Her book is about her doing drugs and getting into fights. Yeah, it's nuts. Are Are you sure? I've never I've heard none of that. I don't know if that's true at all. That's totally true. I just I was just reading it. Okay. I, I got the well, book right here. Hang on. I'll read some of it to you if you want yeah, to prove I would, it. Yeah, I would love to hear some of it if, if that's the case. Okay, here we go. Uh, all right, here's one. Uh, not long after my return to New York, I bumped into one of my old pals, in quotation marks, from Canada, Orbit, right here on the streets of NYC on St. Mark's Place. I was with Blood Clot, who knew about those guys who effed me up in Canada. So we walked up to Orbit right by Jem's Spa. He looked all nervous and put his hand in his pocket like he might have a knife or some S-hit. 
I said, what's up, Orbit? He was smiling all nervously like, hey, how's it going? We started effing him up right there on St. Mark's Place. I blasted him and then John threw a kick at him. He started backing away, trying to act like he had a knife. He had an empty sheath in his hand. We started closing in on him to go in for the kill, and then the effing cops came rolling down the block. As they got to us, they bleeped their sirens, got out of their car, and basically broke it up. They told him to go one way and us to go to the other. We went running down the block, and while we were running, we saw our friend Louie, the original singer from Antidote, and John yelled, Yo! We just saw this dude that effed us up in Canada. We started running to catch up to him, and we did on 10th and 3rd. Louie ran up behind Orbit, jumped up and kicked him with both feet. I had never seen any S hit like that. He landed with both feet on this dude's back like some crazy WWF type S hit and put him to the ground hard. I ran up behind them and kicked Orbit square in the face as hard as I effing could, like I was trying to kick an effing field goal. I kicked that F so hard his head wasn't, if his head wasn't attached to his neck, it would have wound up like effing blocks away. But since it was attached to his neck, it just kind of flopped around while I kicked it. We started laying an ass beating on him, and he was trying to cover up his face, and we half-assedly got him and he was rolling around he was like i thought we were all cool and i was like yeah well welcome to new york mf by then we got his bomber jacket pulled over his face so he couldn't really see or defend himself and he was getting kicked and hit by all three of us he was getting the ass beat out of him and i was like i was saying s like let's cut his effing ear off and send it home pretty crazy stuff for a senator yeah well, roy are you sure that you're reading from the book you think you're reading from, from the uh, Elizabeth Warren book? Yes, of course I am. Here, I'll, I'll look at... Oh, wait. What? Oh, no. You know what I did? What? Oh, Roy. I downloaded the Elizabeth Warren book the same day I downloaded Harley Flanagan's memoir, Hardcore Life of My Own. Mm-hmm. I'm almost done this Harley Flanagan book, and this whole time I thought it was the Elizabeth Warren book. Oh, my God. That's, that's a new, that's a new high watermark for you. You're almost done with the book. Yeah. And at any, no point mm -hmm. did you wonder why Elizabeth Warren was talking about the Cro-Mags. Well, so I thought much. maybe she hung out with the guys from Antidote early on or uh -huh. something. Or maybe she was around when the Bad Brains were doing their Rourke cassette. No mention of running for office ever. Come to think of it, no. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Wow, that's, uh, I tell you, Roy, you, you, uh, it's, it's always, it's all or nothing with you. It is, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. What? Hey, I just got the five minutes till stage time signal, so I'm going to have to roll in a second, okay? What, what do you mean five minutes till stage time signal? Oh, I forgot to tell you. You're talking to the newest bad seed. What? What's that? You're talking to the newest bad seed. The newest ba bad seed? Yes. What do you mean, like Nick Cave and the bad seeds? Of course. 
So you're in. All right, this I'm having a hard time with. What? You're you're in Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Yes. I I I don't believe it. I mean, Why? Because like how on how how on earth could you? And I mean, do you even play an instrument? Oh, well, that's not too condescending, is it? Well, I'm asking you the question. You're in a you're in a huge band. Thank you. Uh huh. About time, right? Well, considering that I'm not sure what instrument you play, I don't know if it's about time. Okay, well, look. For starters, Nick and I go way back, all right, all the way to 1989, right? Uh huh. When the Bad Seeds was playing the Chestnut Cabaret on the Tender Prey Tour. Okay. Okay, here's what happened. I'm walking by the club on my way to Abe Steaks to get a cheesesteak. When I see loading in for sound check, these weird-looking greasy-haired guys in these, these like, crumpled-up suits. Uh-huh. All right. Keep in mind, at this point, it's 89. I'm, I, I'm wearing a jean jacket with the BOC logo on the back, and I'm jamming to Accept's latest cassette, Eat to the Heat, on my boombox, right? Mm-hmm. A boom, but not a Walkman, a boombox. No, a boombox. Okay, not, okay, so for everyone to hear. Of course, look, you need to let the public know what you jam to, Tom. Everyone knows that, right? You don't know that? Now, well, I, my, that's my, that might not be one of my mottos or okay, philosophies. Well, fair enough. Uh-huh. So, anyway, I'm looking at these dudes, sizing them up, and these bastards are on my turf, right? Okay. I gotta give him the res. It's the Philly code. The Philly code. Yeah. So I go. Oh boy, what do we have here? Six stragglers from last week's transistor radio salesman convention. <laughs> All right. And what what did they say to that? Those guys beat the crap out of me, Tom. Uh, okay. Okay. They really took it to me. Sure. I got some licks in, but there wasn't much I could do because it was like all six of them wailing away on my white ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that that is truly insane. Yeah. So so what what uh, what happened after that? Oh, we became total bros after that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, see, like you know, they they sh- they were on my turf. They uh-huh. showed their medal, and I had to give them respect. Okay. And then they let me hang out with them all night. Okay. Such a blast. Just us guys drinking, and I was watching the show, and they were they were so cool and crazy. And I even got to play drums on From Her to Eternity, because Thomas was so chafacheed. Uh, okay. And then after the show? Yeah. Took him to Wawa. Really? Tom, you ain't ever going to believe this, but it was the first time Blixa ever had a shorty. The first, that was the first time Blixa ever had a shorty was when you took the Nick Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds to Wawa. He'd never seen a banana pepper. Really? How sad is that? Well, you know, better late than never. Yeah. I guess you could think of it that way. If it wasn't for you, then he he may never have seen a banana pepper. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So look, anyway, fast forward to last month. And I get a call from Nick himself. Wow. He tracked me down at my new job selling Tasty John shirts over at Pimp My Philly Tea on 4th Street. Okay. You've been there, right? I've driven by. 
Cool. So it turns out Jim Scrivenos, he broke his wrist, uh-huh. and he can't do the first part of the skeleton tree tour. Okay. So they were scrambling to find a replacement, and Nick and Thomas remembered this crazy Roy dude from Philly back in the 80s, right? Uh-huh. Turns out they still talk about that night and how much fun they had and how much they enjoyed those hoagies. Wow. That's flattering. It is, right? So, anywho, Nick's a total pack rack, pack rat, and he still had the, the hoagie wrapper from that night that I wrote my phone number on. Uh-huh. And at that point, I was living in my parents' house. Okay. And my ma gave him my number after they talked for like an hour. Wait. Nick Cave talked to your mother. Yes. For an hour. How crazy is that? That's nuts. Do you, do you have any idea what they talked about? Who are you, J. Edgar Hoover? That conversation is private, you sick ass. Well, How I was dare just, you? Okay, I was just asking in a... You've said so many upsetting things tonight that overshared, and then now you're gonna you're gonna get on me for that. Well, that's only like a quarter of what's in my mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. know that. I know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm fully aware of that. So anyway, I'm playing percussion on this tour until Jim heals, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm playing the kid on some of the more rocking tunes. Roy, I gotta say. You are a true mystery man. I don't even know other any other way to put it. Every time I think I have some kind of version of you figured out, right. you, you shock me with some new thing that I could never could have guessed. Last time it was you had a short run in the fall, the band The Fall, and now it's The Bad Seeds. I can't be pinned down, Tom, all right? Okay. It's true. Look, I, I got to go. I'm, they're, they're waving me on. I personally invite you to come see us at the Beacon Theater in June. We're doing a couple nights. All right. And I'll tell you, Nick would love to meet Gary the Squirrel. Nick Cave would love to meet Gary the Squirrel. He is the biggest Gary the Squirrel fan. Okay. Also loves Mike. Really? Yes. Said he wants to go to matches and watch boxing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure Mike could arrange that. Okay, that sounds pretty cool. So, we'll, we'll let me know what's going on. All right, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Dig yourself. Lodge, dig yourself. Lodge, dig yourself. Dig yourself back in the hole. Roy? Hello? Uh, hold on. Gary, wrong group.
wrong group. Gary, wrong group. Gary, wrong group. Some good stuff, man. That's from the new album. On 1-2-X-U. Gary Rongrove, a 2LP set. This is a, a, a great album, man. I'm telling you. Setting fire to your loft. It's a classic. This is, a, this is like... Uh, uh, what's that movie, Mike? Tim Robbins' uh, modern classic. What is that? Shawshank Redemption. That's right. It's a modern classic. Just like that movie. This album, Gary Wrong Group. Tell you, if I was trying to be cool, this is an album I'd buy. Flashing it all over town. Letting people I know what I'm talking about. Not the stuff I see some of you clowns flaunting as if you know what you're talking about. Did I go to record store day? I did not. I went a couple days later and I found plenty of stuff. That's that's what happens when they release uh, 4,000 exclusive records on one day. Not everybody can buy everything, so I just show up. I'm not doing it on a, in a panic anymore. If I can't get it on uh, the Sunday or Monday, I ain't lining up. I'm done with that. Got everything I wanted. I tell you, why, 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 why do I get no promo stuff? I'm listening to satellite radio today, to Sirius XM, and there's this station volume where it's uh. Where it's just people talking about rock music, and there's one show on there where it's uh, Alan, uh, it's uh, it's uh, what's his face from MTV, Mark Goodman, and then his partner, Alan Light, who is a is a rock critic. Alan Light's like, I'm telling you, this show, you think the topics on this show might come in a little uh, fluffy sometimes? You got to hear the topics on this this show. They'll do the thing of just uh, top California bands. Four hours, people calling. And then this Mark Goodman, this guy, he was one of the original VJs. You remember him, Mike? Yeah, well. He lists his top favorite California bands of all time. You know, he puts in the top, his top five. Fleetwood Mac. Just think about that for a second, Mike. There was, it's an English band that nine years into their existence added two non-English people. And then they recorded albums in California. And then he put them as a top California band of all time. 
I don't know. You know who my top California band would be? I don't do no Santeria. I don't eat no pork and beans. But when I want to have some fun, I really want to know. Babe, don't you know it's a good time? Because I really got to know. Womp, 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 womp. Yeah, but look, those bands are terrible. Red Hot Chili Peppers, terrible. They might be one of the top five California bands because California can be terrible sometimes. Everywhere can be terrible at some point. Red Hot Chili Peppers embody the worst of California, which is part of California. Just like New York. The worst of New York, it was the Velvet Underground sang these songs about Street trash. Whip it on my gym. Whip it on my gym. Whip, right? Like, I think that's, that's, uh, that's gonna be in some tourism brochure? No. No, it's not. But it's a part of it. It's part of the mosaic. So, I'm listening to that show, and I hear this Alan Light guy go, You know, I went and I saw a screening of Baby Driver today. New movie, Baby Driver. Like, why is this guy seeing screeners? Why is he getting an invite to, like, a, a thing, a critic screening? What's he going to do with it? He, he does a show on volume, the nine people here. I tell you. I ain't getting invited nothing. Ain't nothing. Oh, they make sure he gets in. Alan gets to see the new Edgar Wright movie. I tell you. I'm doing something wrong. I'm doing something. I think I'm doing everything wrong. You know what I'm doing right, though? This Monday I'll be uh, a part of Running Late. With Rogo, Scott Rogowski. Is that how you say his name? Scott Rogowski. He's doing his show, Running Late, on Monday. At least you see this lineup. Me, Sal Volcano, from the IJs, from the Jokers, Impractical Jokers, and Dick Cavett. Yeah. That's some bill, huh? going to hurry me out of there. I'm going to get bumped. I'm going to show up at that time. He's not going to bump me. If he bumps me, I'll bump him. He won't bump me. I ain't getting bumped. I'll be there. Running late on Monday at the Slipper Room. I'll be there. It's a good show. He does a good uh, live uh, uh, talk, talk show. Scott, Scott's a good dude. So you check that out. One of my final public appearances will be it. Running late. Yeah, I know. Look, Mike. You laugh. Mike's laughing. We're not going to mix it up. What, am you getting a shoving match with him? No. 
Why? Why? What am I going to go back and forth with him about? About what? What? What am I, Gore Vidal? All of a sudden, and go back and forth with him? No. Sometimes I feel like I don't need a stranger. Sometimes I feel like I'm like I'm what? Sometimes I feel like I'm messed up inside. I go back to the city, the city of angels. Together we cry. California. 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 Yeah, look, sublime. That's California. Red Hot Chili Peppers, California. Red Cross, that's California. Good and bad, man. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm winding it down, Mike. May 1st, running late. Me and Scott Rogowski and Dick Cavett and Sal Volcano. If anything, Scott, I'm going to bump him from his own show. He's a wee, he's a, he's, he comes in fourth on this lineup. Sorry, Scott. Throw you off your own show, right? Look, I'm a distant third between Sal and Dick Cavett. But me and Scott Rogowski are looking at uh, the bottom, uh, looking up. But yeah. Couple things. What are stories you've heard me tell on the best show over the years? What are stories you've heard that you like stories? Everybody loves the Patty Smith story I told and the, all the ones like that. If, if there are stories you've heard on the best show that you like, what you do, you tweet, tweet them to me. Remind me. I'm trying, I'm putting a list together for a project. Of of the uh, the everybody's favorite stories that I've told. You can email me or tweet at me uh, at uh, Tom, just tweet Tom stories as a hashtag, and remind me. I'm trying to remember everything. What I really want to know. That song. Can you imagine? I don't need no Santeria. I don't need no pork and beans. But when I go into the movie show. Right? Is that the line? But when I like to go to the movie show, there ain't no in between. Boom, 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 boom. What I really want to know. So yeah, tell me your favorite stories. Hashtag Tom Stories. I'm also, uh, we're doing the Patreon for the best show. What is that? You notice there's no ads anymore on the show. Where uh, the show is shifted to a donation type model. You go to patreon.com slash the best show. And you can give what you whatever you can afford to give and there are different things that we send out and i have been packing them for days i'm losing my mind packing 
stickers, pins, a lot of stuff going out. The stuff should start shipping out this week. So that's how you support the show. If you like the show and you want it to continue, go to uh, patreon.com slash the best show. I just found out where Dudio is. He's online outside a movie theater waiting for Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2. He's all excited about it. He can't wait to see what's on the soundtrack. He doesn't even realize the soundtrack, like the listing is out already. And then he's like, I wonder if they'll put another uh, sweet song on it this time. I bet two tickets to paradise is on it. I don't know why I'm giving him that boy. What is he, Gomer Pyle? All of a sudden. Now look, he's not here. He's too busy getting ready to thrill to his friend's uh, baby Groot and uh, Star-Lord. He's online. I don't even think he's online at the theater playing it. He's at the Ziegfeld. That doesn't exist anymore. He's going to end up going in there. It's going to be an aluminum siding convention. I don't need no Santeria. I don't need no pork and beans. So, um, yeah, that's how you uh, packing the things, the stickers and the pins. They're all going out over the next week. I'm in a packing fool. I hope Dudio's not betting people money on whether what songs are in this Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Because the list is out already. Did you see that thing about the, the bag of chips, Doritos, that you can listen to? The soundtrack? There's a bag of Doritos that that is like a, the front of it looks like it's a cassette player and you can actually plug your uh headphones into the bag of chips not kidding mike doritos is teaming up with marvel to promote guardians of the galaxy volume 2 they've created a custom designed limited edition series of dorito bags with built-in rechargeable cassette deck inspired player that plays the movie's full soundtrack. Yeah, so you can plug your headphones into a bag of Doritos and then listen to a, you, you sit there, sit there and we're supposed to listen to Surrender, uh, holding a bag of Doritos. I tell you, why am I, why are they not sending a box of these over? For talking about Alan White on the volume, he's got it. Probably got a case of them. I better start getting invited to some things. Movie, movie premieres. Start sending me books. I get a whole lot of nothing here. Shows bigger than most of these other dumb shows. Cause like when I talk about things not going well, I ain't talking about this. This show's going great. Best shows. Uh, uh we got this locked down. Right? We know. Not you. We know what we're doing here. Sometimes I say right and I'm talking to, to, to myself. Don't need, well, you're not the guy in uh, Mighty Boss Tones, Mike. You're not the hype man in Mighty Boss Tones. 
What do I think the hype man in Mighty Mighty Boss Tones is doing? He's probably sorting through live tapes from the past, trying to put together some sort of retrospective live box set on Tang Records. Have you ever heard a thing you hit the hill? You hit the hill. Boy, no amount of studio trickery can hide that dude's that dude's rough voice. Have you ever had to have the feeling that you never get the lead? Never had to knock on wood. Oh, but I know someone who has. And I wonder if I could. Like, he, like you can hear him failing an SAT test. Like, his voice is a low SAT score. And look, this guy might be the smartest guy on earth. And maybe... <laughs> Why do I, I, I love when I have to counter an insult with some compliment that is clear I don't mean. Look, Dickie Barnett might be the smartest guy on earth, but his voice on that song doesn't sound so smart. Never had to knock on wood, but I know someone who has. I gotta hear that now. You like those guys, right, Mike? You don't like the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones? The impression that I get. Best show. Hey, Tom. It's uh, Jason from Toronto calling. Hi, Jason. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? Uh, I'm all right. To what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Um, I've got one for the topic. Which is, what is blank doing exactly right this second? Yes. And who do you want to know? Uh, actually, two. Um, the first one is Tom DeLong from Blink-182. Former um, member of Blink-182? Former member. He's probably Current member it. of Angels and Airwaves. Yeah. Um, two months ago, he posted about some big announcement that he was going to have. And uh, it was like 60 days, and it's been 60 days at this point. Mm -hmm. And I haven't heard anything, so I'm just curious what he's up to. What, what are the sounds in the background there? What do you get going on? Oh, I'm at, I'm at work. I just started a uh, load of laundry. Okay. Uh, I would Sorry say that. that I, it's all right. I would say I was just curious. I would say that Tom DeLong is probably... Uh, Working on something, uh, some music with uh, Major Ed Dames right now. The two of them are yeah working on some demos. Yeah, some demos. When it's with when it's with uh, Major Ed Dames. What if there's a super group? Greg Demos from Guided by Voices, Major Ed Dames, and Tom DeLong. It would be called. I mean, I'd probably listen to that. It'd be called Demos. It'd be called Dames Demos DeLong, right? So who Pretty else good. do you want to know? Uh, I want to know about the uh, the guy who called in the other week and said he was going to get the apmike.bandcamp.com tattoo. Well, hopefully he's, he's in some sort of uh, confining, uh, some sort of restraints are holding him back right now. I hope. I don't, you know, I don't know if it's a straitjacket or if it's just he's been tied tied to a, a lamp post. Just anything keeping him from doing that. So you weren't really in support of that. He can do whatever he wants. I just want to make sure he's doing the thing he wants to do. 
He's not feeling like he's showing off for Mike. Was it? Was there any sort of incentive that Mike was giving out? I, I can't remember. He's going to give him a discount on um, on uh, apmike.bandcamp.com stuff. I got it. How are, this guy's probably good. He's probably figuring out where he's going to spend the summer right now, which mansion he's going to live in. This guy's got a half an octave vocal range. Look, admittedly, the dancing dude is not going to be, he's probably not in a great place right now. He probably literally would be working on a box set. Trying to get the other guys to do some kind of box set. They seem like they could be bouncers at their own show, right? Like, you'd go in, and they'd, you'd get your hands, they check your ID and stamp your hand. You'd be like, wait, are you the bass player from the band I'm coming to see tonight? And the guy'd say, yeah, man. I don't know. What's that now? Oh, the hype man from Mighty Mighty Boss Tones is on LinkedIn. That's sad. Never had to knock on wood, but I know someone who has. Wait, is he, is the guy from Mighty Mighty Boston still the Jimmy Kimmel announcer? No. That ended a long time ago. Oh, but I know someone who has. Maybe I just gotta start a dumb band. A clean up, right? Just write, you know, write motivational songs. Not the the way, I, come on y'all, it's time to have fun. That was like a party song. Got stolen by Google. Didn't see a nickel for that. The animals at Google still fly higher and higher. Wow. I'm still here having to negotiate out how much I have to pay Mike for the jelly beans I ate at the end of the show. Right now we're at 85 cents. So he's charging five cents a jelly bean. And he buys them, he probably, he, he buys them at that, Al, what is it, Al Cowling's? Which place is it? Al Richards in Bayonne. Never, maybe I gotta write songs like that where it's just like, where I gotta be like, um, it's do or die, stand, stand or fall. This is the time you gotta be tall. Do or die. Right? Just songs to get people pumped up. 
Start doing pump-up music, right? Do or die. Don't ask why. That's what I'm going to do. Start writing songs like that. Well, it's do or die. Don't ask why. Are you going to stand tall or going to be small? Do or die. Start writing pump-up music. And then I'll write some songs that also can be used for movie trailers. Like, every time I look at your face. And that's all right. I'll just write that. Hey, you want it for a movie trailer? There you go. And I'll get a couple dudes in my boss towns. We'll do some, uh, we'll squeeze out some uh, postal service songs. We'll set them like a ska, kind of light ska kind of feel. Right? Just be like, we offer Lincoln from such great heights. Come down now. I don't know. I gotta figure it out. It's not going well, Mike. Nobody wants what I'm, nobody wants, nobody wants it anymore. They want the best show. I want the best show. I appreciate it, love it, and love being here. Did you watch Feud? Betty versus Joan. I watched all. It was great. I loved it. I loved it so much. But it's more than that. They actually did a good job of telling the whole story, or like making it kind of. I thought I was the, the final episode. I thought was um, was fantastic, and uh, I have currently. I am sliding into the trog portion of my career right now. If I am, if that is, if I am on a similar trajectory, I am on the set of Trog right now, changing in a car. Yeah. I don't know. Soon will be sitting in a, sleeping on the set of Trog. The Dudio mask. Holding it on my hand while I dance around. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's good. I don't feel like... Because uh, I, I wrote, Mike. I used to write. I don't even feel like writing anymore. I don't feel like it. Yeah, you know, sometimes you don't want to be inv- you don't want to be at a thing you're not invited to. Yeah, fine. F you. <laughs> That's fine. All right. I'll figure something out. Yeah, you don't want me, I don't want you. Best show. Hello. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Hi. Are you there? I am. Are you there? That's the question. I'm here. Okay. Well, who are you? That's the next question. I'm Sarah. Sarah? Sarah. Where, where are you calling from, Sarah? From Austin, Texas. Do I know this Sarah? 
I don't think so. Okay, well, what's going on, Sarah? Well, my boyfriend told me to call because he tells me every week I should call, and we've and now we're he walked to the store and he's not here to see that I finally got through. Was he listening as he walks to the store? No, because I have his phone. Okay. Well, he'll have to listen on the archive on the podcast. That's true. So what's going Um, on, Sarah? Well, this started because I said, (laughs) what do you think your real dad's doing right now? Oh. And he's all, you should call the best show because that's the subject. What do I think your What do I think your real dad is doing right now? His real dad is doing is right this? now. He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know his real dad. No. Well, this is what I'll say. What's your What's your boyfriend's name? Nate. Nate is he an all right guy? <laughs> yeah, he's really nice. Well, then you know what? His dad is his real is. Well, first of all, he's not his real dad. Did he? Was he raised by a other? Another dad. <laughs> right. So mm-hmm. So he has I somebody. just tease him about it all okay. the time. He's not, like, sad about it. Okay. Well, you know what I'll say? You know what this guy is is doing right now? Missing out what? on knowing uh, somebody who's, who is a good person. That's what he's doing right now. That's true. That's what he's doing. He's missing out on having this guy Nate in, in his life in some capacity. I know. That's what I say all the time. Well, it's just what I said for the first time. Aw. Uh. So, so much alike. Yeah, we we really are. We really are, Sarah. <laughs> they all say it. That They're like Sarah and this guy from the best show. This guy from the best show? Well, I'm here every week. I know. I just never, well, I never really listen to it. And no. that's why all of our friends that listen to it are like, you have to call Sarah because you don't listen to it. Like, who listens that you know? Like, my friends Will and Marie. And Nate. Okay. Um, I don't know. Is, wh- okay, so wait. What is, what's the radio station that everyone plays at? W- WFMU? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, the best show used to be on WFMU. Oh, okay, so it's not anymore. No, that, that ended four years ago. Is this like a touchy subject that no, I'm bringing up that I don't not, know about? Not, not at all. I'll tell you about it all okay. day long. I don't know anything about it well, at all. Now you know a little bit more about it. So can what's this going just on? Can this be the rest of the show? Sorry, what's that now? I said, can this just be the rest of the show? Probably not. I'm probably going to do other things before the show ends. Right. Now, Sarah, right. who are some of the bands down there that you like in Austin? Spray Paint? Um, spray yes. Paint? Do you like those guys? I like Spray Paint. I like those guys. Do you like OBN3s? I do. Who else? Um, a giant dog? I like... Have you heard the Reputations? No, I haven't. They're really good. You're going to love them. Um, do you like Soft Healer? Who now? They're called Soft Healer. Soft Healer, that's no. Will and, that's Will and Marie's band. They're awesome. Oh, you were plugging Will and Marie. You think... What, would you lose a what? bet to them? No, I mean, maybe you know them because Will does something with Monophonus. Okay, the label. Let's see, who else? Um, 
What about a giant dog? Like, Do you like them? Yeah, I like them. I'm good friends with Sabrina. I drew her hair if she's listening. You do her hair? I'm just I'm just like the hairdresser of everyone. You should come up here and, and do our hair. Oh my god, I would love that. Right? Yeah, where are you? We're in New Jersey. I'll describe everyone's hair. Pat has nice okay. lustrous head of hair. Okay. He's got a nice thick lustrous head of of uh, luxuriant black hair. Should I just like bring my scissors? Yeah, come on up. Mike, are you familiar with um I'm trying to think the best way to describe Mike's hair. Let me think. Did you ever see uh uh Donnie Brasco? Uh I need to see a picture. The movie Donnie Brasco. Uh, no, I never saw it. Like Sean Penn's character in Donnie Brasco. I could Google it. Go- are no, you in front of your computer right now? too far. No, I'm outside Don't worry, now, about, so don't worry okay. about it. Do you know how to, how would you cut tight like, curly describe hair? Describe it. What's like, well, everyone here is like, Sarah's going to give you bangs if you're a guy. It's like the joke. How would I you- want like everyone to look like they're in the suite. You want everyone to look like they're in the suite. That's not a bad kind of. that's not a bad thing. I think it's always good when guys get bangs. You know what I always say? You better what? take care. You better beware. <laughs> you better watch out if you got long black hair. Right? That be like my salon's motto. That can be. I think that should be outside of your salon. You better take care. You better beware. You better watch out if you've got if you've got long black hair. Hmm. Okay, Did you I'll see? Take this into consideration. Have you watched Feud, Betty and Joan? No. Mm, okay. What's that about? It's about Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. Crawford. Yeah. Oh, is this like the new movie that came out about them? Well, it's a TV series. It's a limited run uh. TV series. I haven't seen it, but I've seen, like, the pictures where they, like, compare everyone. To show what they used like, to look compare, like. They compare, like, yeah, the people now that are playing them mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I love the movie Shampoo. The master made that, right? What's his face? <laughs> you know, the you know only the masters make you say, you know, what's his face? Who directed that again, Mike? I made it. How I, I just watch it all the time because Julie Christie has the best hair in that movie, and Warren Beatty plays like a hot hairdresser. Yes. You know, a movie I like. What? Corky Romano. <laughs> the guy and, from and um, like Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, I like other movies too. That's the first like one that came to mind. What's your favorite? What's like the last movie that you watched? The last movie that I watched, Sandy Wexler. I've never seen it. Well, it's a new, uh, new, uh, piece, uh, by, uh, Adam Sandler. Should we watch it? I already did. No, should we watch it, like tonight? Nah. When, when, what's his face gets back, you see, you talk to him about, uh, what's his name again? Nate? Wait, he's back. He's inside now. All right. He's got my Cheetos in his beer. All right. Well, look here, Sarah. You call any time you want. 
Can I call every week now? You can, absolutely. Will Do you, you have get... like a standing Tuesday date? Well, I'm here every Tuesday. I have a standing Tuesday date with the audience. Every Tuesday, right. the same phone number is available to you to try to get through. I know. It took like an hour. And when he left, I was like, I'm going to hang up. And he goes, I've waited longer for this. We're busy. We're busy. I can't help it. The show's popular. I know. It's not your fault. Right? So what should we watch tonight? Because, you know, we watched the past two nights. What's that? And I fell asleep both times. What's that? Casper. The Friendly Ghost? Yeah. Wait, the movie? Or, mm-hmm. or old cartoons? No, the movie with, like, Christina Ricci. Yeah. Who plays Casper in it? Devin. I hate to say his last name. Booker? It makes me feel like I'm people that can't say their R's. Not Devin Booker. Devin Sawa. Okay. Well, look. Remember he was like the 90s guy? I don't. Like the 90s heartthrob? I'm 74 like years a, old. I'm 32. Well, I'm more than twice your age. Your so hair like is gold and like, mine is gray. Right? It was like Jonathan Taylor Thomas time period. Yeah. Well, I remember back in my day, we we had a little a little kid like that named Mickey Rooney. <laughs> That's funny. I can't picture like the girls sitting around being in love with him. Well, you should have seen it back then. Oh, you kid, twenty three skidoo. Those were the days. Go to the mall. <laughs> you go to the the the, the drugstore and get a, a a soda. Read the latest magazines, and hope you get discovered. Get a pop. You get a pop. And you know who I discovered at the uh, drugstore? <laughs> you were just like looking through magazines because you didn't have anything else to do? No, I was working as a talent agent, Sarah. As a, as a what? A talent agent. Not really? unlike Sandy Wexler. So like as a talent agent, like what do you do? Somebody's well, like, I've got talent. And you're like, show me what you got. That's exactly what I do. And I look to see if they've got it. And I've seen two okay, people so. with it. The two people I saw with it were Rita Hayworth. Because mm-hmm. I was making a movie called Gildo at that point. Right? And we were trying to figure okay. out who's going to play Gildo in this thing. Right? Okay. And then I'm over at the soda th- counter drinking a soda for one penny. I bought a soda for everybody for a penny at that point. And then you get change back. They would cut a penny in half. Hey, penny. Um, and, and then suddenly. Like, Can I just please spare a hey, penny, sir? Well, this is not in England, Sarah. Come on. It was a Schwab well, in Los Angeles. It's like the only place that they use hey, pennies. Then she comes in. Rita Hayworth. And I, and then I start elbowing the guy next to me. I'm like, uh, huh? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Look at and then, uh, then I say, uh, I say to her, you've got it. You've got it. I'm casting a movie called Gildo. And would you be interested in playing Gildo? And she passed. No, she did it. And she became <laughs> famous. All right. I got a boogie. All right. Have a grand evening. Say hi to your, your, uh, to Nate. Nate. 
Tell Nate what I told you, please. Okay. He's listening, so we'll hear it. Bye-bye. Hotline. Checking the hotline. Somebody's on the hotline. Who's on the hotline? Best show? Hello? Hello? Hi. Hey, it seems faint, your signal. The signal is faint? Weird. That is weird. Distant. To whom am not I? Just sp- me. It is not. Who am I? Who am I speaking to? Oh, hi. This yeah. This is Neil Haggerty. Ne- Wait, the Just rock. Thank you. This is the rock star Neil Haggerty. Uh, I didn't catch that, but I just want to th- say thanks for. Uh, this is the. Yeah. Ro- it's the rock star Neil Haggerty. Uh, yeah. So you have a Kickstarter up now. For the Denver music scene, Neil. Yeah. And what? It's done. It's done. You raised the money. No, no, you. I just want to say thanks. Uh, it just went over the top three days after you you mentioned it. So it's it met its goal. Yeah, yeah. We're fully funded, and I just want to tell you the first address uh, for this Saturday. For your listeners. In Denver. In Denver, yeah. Sorry. That's all right. Calling from Denver. Neil Haggerty from, from Neil Haggerty from Howling Hex, Royal Trucks, Pussy Galore. It's super is a yeah. is a rock legend. Hey. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's nice. So what's the, so you're doing a thing, it's like De- in Denver, it's a Denver brunch series. Brunch. Yeah. And where's the first Denver brunch taking place? It's going to be at uh, 910 Santa Fe Drive. Nine? 910 Santa Fe Drive. And, and it'll be this Saturday. 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Yeah. And Every Saturday. And some art will be made. Excuse me? Art will be made. Ah, uh, yeah. In uh, collaboration with the people that uh, pledged to the Kickstarter. Yeah. That's exciting. Free coffee for anyone. I, I, this um, is exciting. You're doing something, Neil, that I think is exciting. You're, you're getting something going with the scene. But now Royal Trucks have an album coming out. New album. Yeah, is it coming out or is it out? I don't know. You tell me. I'm not in Royal no, Trucks. I don't know. I was, I was going to check with you off air. I was <laughs> setting this up with Jason, right? I don't know. I don't know if the, I don't think the album's out yet. Oh, I, I sent all the info to Jason. Oh, Jason's not here this week. He's online to see Guardians of the Galaxy. I know. I've been talking to him uh, and then he just, Finally, you mentioned it, and then he admitted that he was uh, at yeah. the movies. So, yeah. <laughs> I so, called in late. So, so Neil, Royal Trucks are doing shows this year, also. Yeah, we're going to just. Uh, I, I don't know. Going to go and play anywhere that we can for as long as we can. You know. I love it. Work I, as much as we can. Who are the best guitar? Who's the, who's your top five guitar players of all time? Oh yeah, hey, oh, man. like in the you know like sixties, seventies, eighties era. 
Think. Yeah, just off the top of your head. Uh, well, you got Jimmy Page. Yep. Arrangements. Tom Verlaine. Uh, cause he put the, that thing into the punk rock thing early. So it's now it's grandfathered in, so there always gets to be one of those bands gets to be a guitar band, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's in the, it's in the DNA. Uh, Eddie Hazel. Okay, yes. Pete Cozy and Reggie Lucas are the other two from, mostly Reggie Lucas though, man, that guy. From the Miles Davis electric bands. Okay. Crazy. Where do you put, hmm. Who, who, who else? Who else? What's a, what's one that people wouldn't expect? Oh. Uh, gee, like Keith Levine. Alright. That's pretty. What about pretty Fripp? Obscure. Where's Robert Fripp go? Oh yeah, well, yeah, he's in the top ten easily, of course. Yeah. yeah. What's the best Robert it's Fripp like, guitar part? Fracture? The best one? Fracture? Red? Uh, I like, uh, the riff, the intro riff for Great Deceiver. Yeah. The first King Crimson riff I learned, I had brought the cassette into my guitar teacher, you know. That's how we learned back in those days. Cigarettes, ice cream, figurines yeah. of the Virgin Mary. So check it, man. You can't, it's got objectionable. Yes. Uh, British, uh. Slang. You know, homophobia. Yes. Old, in the opening old couple lines. Yeah. And that was their thing. They always try to show how tough they were, the art rock bands, by. Yeah. Being by, homophobic. Yes. Classic. Robert Fripp <laughs> like, did uh, say, he did say as soon as he got out of King Crimson, he realized that he was stunted. And that he had yeah. to become an actual evolved adult. And he was shocked at how unevolved he was. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Paul Simon, the first one. Wait, the first one to first to admit it, the last one to know. Is that what's? The, I don't know. I don't know. Those guys, they set a template. I mean, I wouldn't make have one dollar. So I guess that's my favorite guitar. All right, guys are the one. <laughs> oh, James Blood Armor too is another guy. That's some heavy duty stuff. Yeah, I mean, they just work and work. And they don't have to, um, they don't really get, they're not a nuisance, let's just say. You know what I mean? They can hold it down, no matter what. Yeah, you don't hear about them, they seem like, oh, okay, it's good for a while, but they're not always in your face, like, craving attention, you know. What about, uh, what about that dude from Sublime? Oh, where the guy that calls in? No, that's the guy from Blink-180. Well, I don't know if that is, actually. I'm starting to think that's not him, actually. I'm starting to think that somebody's pretending to be him, and they, they're winding me up with the longest con ever. Because then they'll just be like, I didn't say it was me. I never Man. said you filled in the blanks. It's like a 19-part... Hey, uh, it's like the Spanish I prisoner. I forget about this conversation. It's like the Spanish prisoner. Is that what it is? Like it's a long con. Like I'll just go back to and I'll be like, I'll be like, well, let's go back to the office. And I go in and it's completely empty. And I'll be like, no, this was a whole office. You should have seen it. There was stuff going on. A whole uh, sponsorship deal with them, like Best Show Fest on some island or something like that. I would do that. Best Best Show Fest on an island. 
This is, set it up, though. Well, this is what I'm thinking of doing, Neil. You tell me what you think of this. All right. I rent out a small theater. I'm talking like 100-seat theater, right? Uh-huh. First thing we do, no cell phones, no recording devices of any kind. You've you got to leave them out front. Then we shut yeah. the door, and then I just sit there at a table, and we just talk. We all talk, right? Yeah. And we all just talk. And no one can talk about what we talked about. No one can record yeah. it. What do you think about yeah. that? Yeah, can I get on this? Lady? Yeah, you get in. Yeah, do I have to have the enamel pin? The enamel right. pins? I've been packing them all week. My hands, uh, my oh, hands yeah. hurt. Packing those. We get one pins. a month, right? You're gonna do it this oh, one every month. One a month. I'll jump on. Oh. No, we're sending the pins out. (laughs) Well, you're paying, it pays up and adds up to the pins. Don't worry. Everybody's going to get their stuff, Neil. All right. All right. I got to jump off. Same with me. I got to send out, uh, yeah. There's rewards and levels, so it's going to be cool. Oh, yeah. It's going to be really, really, I was, not going to be so much fun. I was like, it wasn't going to happen. And then, so, oh, man. Might have happened now. I'm so touched. I'm humbled. Well, I, I think it's great, and I think you're doing exciting stuff in Denver, and I always admire everything you do, Neil Haggerty. You got to keep keep going, going, keep on keeping on, right? I'm trying. I'm trying, Neil. All you right. Try, I'll try. That's all we can do. All right, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations on keep the moving, though. Yes. You got to move to New York and study what? Like, go Jeff? Wasn't that the bitch deal, right? The what thing? You know those like League of Gentlemen records where it's got the uh, the spoken words. He was studying under like uh, somebody like a, a Blavatsky yeah. disciple. When he went, yeah, in, yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> there's yeah, there's your option. I got to do the. You know what I got to do, Neil? The drive. I got to do the drive to 2020. What? What? Remember when when Robert Fripp did the drive to 1981? And yeah, he, he re- yeah, maybe I'm, you should do that. What if I do the drive to 2020? How about the drive? Let's go drive back to 1981. But just think about and it. And start again. But think about it. 2020. Perfect vision. That's what yeah. we're driving toward. We have, oh, I see. Right. Right? We got oh. three. We got two and a half years to oh. get there. Oh, God, man. The drive to 2020. Let's do it. <laughs> no, let's do the drive to... Back like, to 81. You want to go... June 20. Two, oh, to, to 620. Uh, yeah, yeah, the drive to 620, and we'll get it, we're gonna get everything fixed up. Let's figure it out. The Hyperloop will be unleashed, and you know about that, right? Well, that, that's phase two, the Denver brunch. Is, uh, is the Hyperloop? <laughs> yeah, it's like LA, Portland, Chicago, Denver, New York. But you can get there and, uh, a matter of uh, minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right, what are you talking about that? She's like a ball bearing shooting through a straw or something like that. I don't with, know uh, what. <laughs> okay. Uh, look, let's keep talking, buddy. We're going to figure, we're going to we're gonna chart out our drives and we're going to do them. Yeah. All right. Congratulations on, congratulations on yeah, the Yeah, thanks, man. Seriously, thanks to your listeners. Of course. All right, you take care, buddy. Yeah, that, was, that was great. All right, bye. All right, take care, bye. It's exciting, Neil Haggerty. You hear him call other shows.
Ain't calling anywhere else. Right? He's calling. Maybe I'm too, is it, am I too negative? Seriously. Remember a couple weeks ago, uh, Claire O'Kane was here and as she was saying, uh, saying it's like, well, you know, you kind of do your thing. Like, I don't know. Am I undermining myself? Is that why nothing's happening? I don't know. Maybe I got to shut this down for a little bit. What if I take next week off? I don't know. What do you think? Personal health day? Let Mike and Pat and Dudio do it? Oh boy. That's a bad mix. That's a bad mix. They don't get it. They don't get They are not on the same page. Those three. That's three people. I'm looking on, uh, I'm looking on Twitter and, uh, uh, Patra, uh, Big Plastic Head is fighting with some dude over, uh, 21 pilots. What? Everything's falling apart now. I'm looking. It's a, it's a, it's a chaos. It's like a rioting in the streets. And then somebody is saying that the thing, because the King Crimson song has the line, uh, health food F, you know, not, not, not the four letter F, but the slur. And they're saying that's a food, a British food. It's like, okay, I don't know that. Now I do. It makes me feel a little better. I hate when you listen to like a record and it's like then, Look at this, these ghost face records. He's saying all these things. Just stop saying it. What? I've seen Kanye West records said no homo. Like as if that's like, what? It's, what am I supposed to listen to the thing? What? Best show. Hey, Tom. Yes. It's Stover from Austin. Stoper. Yes, yeah, Stober with a B. With a B. What's up, Stober? <laughs> with a B, but uh, you know, I had a, I had a question. Stover. You. you mean like you're a stove repairman? That's absolutely right. That is, you know, you know, you're named after your profession, and I'm a stove repairman. But you know, but actually, so wait, um, Andy Kindler. Right? Andy Kindler did what then? Built Kindles. Yeah, yeah, he built Kindles, and you sharp blinged. That's nice. So, what are you doing now <laughs> down there in uh, Seattle? Austin. I'm in Austin. Um, not do. I mean, I'm not doing much. Uh, hanging out with my dog right now. Just took her for a walk. Uh, I'm unemployed right now, actually. Yeah, and I have a club. ton of free time. What's your dog's name? Alma. Okay. Little uh, little Chihuahua pug mix. Okay. So anyway, I have a, I have a little too much free time these days, and I was wondering if you had any tips on kind of how to fill that void when you're unemployed. Oh. Yeah. Want what, what are you trying to make me feel bad? No, I feel bad. I was hoping you could make, yeah, make you're being a while. feel better. You're, you're being a little bit of a getting, Look, no judgment on this, Stover. Yeah, sure. What percentage of you calling and talking about this is you being a wise guy? And I'm putting no judgment oh, um, on it? I, most, most. Most I'm of it is, right? Think that. Yeah, yeah. But most of it was. Most of it was until this very moment, right? 
So now you're 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 chickening out a little bit. Uh, no, I wasn't trying to be a, a wise butt. But you're turning it. But when you decided this is what you're going to call about, how much of it was I'm going to be a wise guy? Oh, none. Actually, I was going to talk to you about your dog. Ah, um, so it came out sounding I, you know, worse than is what you're saying. Don't worry. Look, <laughs> don't worry, buddy. I'm here with you. It's so uh, stressful calling your show for the don't first worry, time. Don't worry, but it's over. Don't you worry. We're yeah. together on this. So what, what do you want to know about my dog? Uh, you know, I was kind of wondering, uh, you know, in line with the topic, uh, what do you think your dog's doing right now, good and poochy? Right now? Yeah. Well, I left her in a Sonic parking lot um, before the show. <laughs> Usually before, when I go to do the show, I drop her off at a, at a Sonic on the highway. Sure. And then um, hopefully at the end of the night, she's kind of cobbled together some food for both of us to eat. She got some French fries, some leftover milkshake. Whatever. Yeah, she gets a, a, a Sonic brownie blast. She can't eat that because yeah. it's chocolate. She saves that for no, me. No, she eats around it. Well, she'll eat the, yeah, she'll lick the, 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 the ice cream part she can have. Sure. But she can't have the, the brownie part. So she'll say, so there'll usually just be a, a styrofoam cup filled with... Uh, brown, brownie, just brownie that a dog licked around <laughs> will be there for, that's my dessert. Um, <laughs> then there'll be some tots, of course, that she, yeah. once she's full and just literally can't fit any more tots into her stomach, I can have whatever tots she got, uh, her, her paws on. Yeah. And then I'll pick her up at the Sonic at the end of the night. And then everything's just fine. You know what, Stover? It is all fine. Thank you for the call. Best show. Hello? Hello, hi. Oh, hi, sorry. Uh, yeah, this is Andrew in Santa Cruz. Andrew in Santa Cruz, what's going on? Well, I went to get my hair cut last week. It's been a little while, and... Um, the usual, the usual barber wasn't there, so it was just this one lady. Mm-hmm. And so I sat down to get my hair cut, and it was like, you know, what are you doing? Like, like, uh, you know, what do you do with your life? That kind of thing. And I said, I'm a graduate student, I'm a composer. And, uh, so she started to tell me about someone whose hair she cuts, who's a more, whose son is a more successful composer. Um, and then she started talking about New York City, and then how she wanted to go back to New York, and then, it quickly went into her singing Billy Joel to me. What song? And we will all go... Is it go down together? Go back together? Go go somewhere. I don't know. I, I, just, wanted, I just wanted to get out. I, I just wanted the haircut to be over. And she's cutting your hair while she sings the Billy Joel song? That's... It, it's actually worse because whenever she starts singing, she stops cutting my hair mm-hmm. and then walks in front of me snip, and starts cut, singing walk, while looking snip, at me. Snip, brush, wash, cut. Snip, cut, wash. And we're living here in Allentown. Snip, cut, wash, brush. Snip, cut, wash. And the economy is keeping us down. Snip, cut, wash, brush. And then is she just going, you know the worst part you have to watch out for is if you're getting your hair done. And all of a sudden she goes, I don't smoke no sense of me. No, no. I don't need no Santeria. I don't need no pork and beans. While she's like doing your hair, then you just get up no matter what, wherever she's at with it, 
You can get yeah. someone to fix it somewhere yeah. else. Yeah, you yeah you just you just move on. That's twenty bucks lost. You ever see the, you know you ever see these barber uh, like these like hair styling places for dudes where yeah. it's like we show sports all the t- it's like what are are, are yeah. people that addled it's, that it's they're just, just like, the more expensive just the more expensive barber. I I think that's what it is. So I'm supposed to sit there getting my hair cut in the afternoon, which means I'm watching some ESPN argument show. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a relaxing time to get my hair cut watching uh, uh, Skip Bayless scream, uh, you know. Oh, boy. Yeah, just put on The View or something, you know. Thank you. Best show. Hello there. Uh, this is Chris coming from Brooklyn. Chris from Brooklyn. What part of Brooklyn are you in, Chris? I uh, in Crown Heights at the moment, but I'm actually just on holiday from uh, London. Welcome. Well, thank you very much indeed. To the states. I want to say that um, you say that you mentioning stuff leads to stuff getting money, right? Sometimes. So people should be giving you, you know, screens and stuff. Oh, people, yeah, I should be, because I should be included in things. Sure, yeah, why? Yeah. Why, why well, do you I want to include to, me? I went to uh, Patricio Bruno the other day, just because you had mentioned it. See the movie Bruno? I didn't recommend No, Patricio Bruno. Pasticeria Bruno on Staten Island. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's on. the only thing that I've ever heard of that's on Staten Island, and I wanted to make sure I went to Hold on. those while I'm there. You came from England. Yeah. And you went to Pastisseria Bruno on Staten Island because I mentioned it. Yeah. Because I wanted to do something in all the five boroughs, and I literally have heard of nothing else that's on Staten Island. Jim Hanley's comic book place? So what did you do? You went to to Pastisseria Bruno, and how was it? It was all right. (laughs) Had a doffel. A what? A doffel. It's like a, it's the shape of a waffle, but it's like the thickness of yeah, a yeah, donut. You, you ordered wrong, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. Like, a, you well, know, it seems, seems fancy. I just don't want you to go back to England and then tell everybody it's like uh, that Pastisseria Bruno was not good because you ordered the doffel. Uh, I had a cannoli as well. Okay. Is that like half decent option? Mm, yeah, that's not bad. Okay. If I did go back, what would I have to have? The hazelnut uh, uh, thing they have. They have a hazelnut dessert. Okay. It's good. Other thing. Yes. Uh, best Brian Sorry. Best uh, Robert Fripp bit is the guitar solo on uh, that one on Another Green World. Uh, from Almost Fire. Yes. That is amazing. Well, he played all over that. So he was on everything. Producer. Yeah, yeah, but that, but that particular way that, that tone with the, all that stuff. That so what, do you stuff. also enjoy the, that's him on Heroes. People know that, oh, yeah, right? You hope yeah. people know that. Do you Stepping think... forward and backwards towards the amp for the different, uh, feedback for the different, right. uh, distances. So what brought you here to the States, my friend? Um, just had some time skill and, uh, you know, New York's very good. I came five years ago. I thought it was the best place I've ever been to in my life. Uh, come this time, a little bit older. It's a very, very, very good place. But, mm. you know, it's uh, maybe for a little bit younger than me. Well, 
hopefully I come over to your neck of the woods and you show me around. Well, of course I will. When we go to the West End. Yes. Well, no, not really. But, yes, there's some stuff there. We could see the West End girls, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah pet Shop Boys on the line. Right? Yeah, yeah. How many Pet Shop Boys can you name? I can name uh, two. Neil Tennant and Chris Lowe. That's right. That's two. You named, you named all of them. <laughs> How many members 10%. of Depeche Mode can you name? Uh, David Gunn, Vince something. Clark. Clark. Also from Alabama. You say it. He went and he, he left Depeche Mode and formed. Erasia? Is that right? One, there's one in between that though. Oh, yes. Yes. Or Yazoo. I think it's called different things. In we, different call them Yaz, we call them Yazoo. Okay. No, we call them Yaz here. A, okay. I think we already had a Yaz or something and then we had to, they had to change the name or something. Mm-hmm. It's a weird one. All right. So when are you going back, buddy? Uh, next Wednesday. Is there any shows on that you'd recommend for next week around uh, New York, New Jersey? Why don't you go to the WFMU Record Fair? Oh, yeah? When's that? This weekend. I mean, I'll just look it up. Uh, cool. I'll, I'll try and find the details there. You yeah. can say them now so that everyone else listening has immediate access to them. There you go. I appreciate it, buddy. You have a, have a great time while you're here. Sure. No more calls. I'm done winding it down. I... I could be king, and you, you could be queen, and nothing will keep us together. I could do that. Start doing an impersonation thing. I'll be, I'll be it behind a curtain, because I don't look anything like David Bowie. Nothing can keep us together. We could be heroes. Just for one day. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. To whom am I speaking? Jace in Lancaster. Oh, Jace. What's going on, Jace? Uh, well, it's my birthday in two minutes, uh, so I have that to look forward to. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you, Tom. It was a big year, big year, big birthday year for you? Uh, I'm going to be 16, so I could get my permit. I guess that's pretty big. That is a very big year. I am 74. Soon I will have my 75th birthday, which is a big one. Aren't you 48? No, I'm 74. I see that a lot. I see that a lot online. I No. I did my time. So what's going on? Did you watch Feud? Did I watch Feud? Yeah. Family Feud? Nah. No, Feud, Betty and Joan. No, I didn't. You should watch it. I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. It's a show, Feud. It was on, it was Betty Davis and Joan uh, Crawford. Oh, you did bring this up earlier. I did. Yes. I was listening. I totally, I remember. All right. What else, what what can I, to to what do I owe the pleasure of this call? I've got one for the topic, because I need to hear this. Let's hear it. What do you think Harrison Ford is doing right now in, like, his $600 million mansion? Right now, he's probably he's probably sitting in one of those planes that he's not allowed to fly anymore, <laughs> pretending he's flying it. 
I bet you he goes and dresses up like Han Solo, even though he puts on this big thing where he's just always so grouchy about Star Wars. Like someone said to him, are you going to interested in the young Han Solo movie? He's like, no. It's like, why do you have to say that? You know what? Then get out. Get out. Get out of you sh- this this bum shows up at a star what this with this Star Wars creates the crabbiest these these ingrates they they're billionaires from this thing. I'm not even gonna bring up that ingrate in the yellow uh robot costume <laughs> Anthony Daniels. We've already discussed him uh yeah we have so um but it's Harrison Ford he's just like he shows up at a Star Wars convention and then they say to him. Are you excited about the new Star Wars movie, uh, young Han Solo? Are you going to see it? He goes, no. <laughs> they should have thrown, they should have yeah, grabbed him by the hair. This is what I would have done. Grabbed him by the hair, dragged him backwards out of the, the thing, through the, through the main corridor, and let all the Star Wars fans see their big hero getting dragged out by his hair. <laughs> right? But no, but this guy, this guy has no problem. He's going to do Indiana Jones again. Can you believe it? Indiana Jones? What, what, he wants to do an Indiana Jones 5. What's Indiana Jones doing this week, uh, in this episode? What's he going to do? I bet you there's Be some old stuff. And grouchy. Be, there's some stuff in that cave, I bet. Right? <laughs> Go check that cave out. Right? That's, it. That's Indiana Jones in a nutshell. Like this time he's not going to go do this stuff. He's just going to tell people to go check out the cave? Yeah, he's going to be like, go sit in his armchair. Why don't you guys go in that cave and let me know what you find? (laughs) He's sitting in a rocking chair, just like mitten. He's like, go go in the cave. All right, let's let's slow down. Look, it's your birthday. I don't want to be too rough on you. But uh, that's not a part of this. I I won't jack on on your humor anymore. This is what I'll say to you, young man. Two words. Happy birthday. Thank you, Tom. Have a grand evening. You too. Best show. Hey, Tom. How's it going? Oh, it's going well. To whom am I speaking? This is Jonathan in Nashville. All right. Nashville. Nash Vegas. Yeah. Right? What's going on there? You hanging out over at Duke's? Uh, Not tonight. I was there the other night. It's a great time. Right, you ever eat sandwiches? The Sweet Spirit Show, and yep. I gotta say, mm-hmm. I was uh, admiring the previous caller's work. Uh, Sabrina's hair was on point, and I actually remarked to myself, "Like, wow, that's some great hair." Did they do that song? Though, you know, some the power. power. No, that's not the one. I was just singing it, and then you had oh, to I'm cut sorry. me off. What, what were you singing? I couldn't hear I was you. singing, though. You know, sometimes you get so high, you want to make somebody low. Whoa. Did they do that one? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. My band's going to do that one, too. You know what song my band, the, the song we're going to open with, though, every time we play? What are you going to do? This. And the funny thing is, you can't hear it. I can't pick it out from the laws alone. 
Scott Walker. What do you think of that, Mike? Yeah, it's because it's from 40 years ago. He's not grunting while he punches a the piece of beef. Best show. Hey, I made it. Oh, you don't know how close you came to getting hung up on. Oh, no, I, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I didn't. Hi, Tom. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Well, to whom am I speaking? What's your name, young man? Uh, I'm Adam from Toronto. Adam from Toronto. Do I know this, Adam? No, you don't. This is the first time call. Hmm. Welcome. Thank you for not hanging up. Uh, oh, you almost got it again. <laughs> you almost got it again. You're running so close to the line. I got a submission for last week's topic if I can get it oh, in. Oh, that's right. Can you read? You almost got a... You don't realize you... This is some, a record. For some <laughs> reason... For some reason, I'm not doing it. I don't know why. I'm a man on the wire here. Yeah. You called, uh, you said, glad. oh, this is exciting, I'm here. Perfect thing for me to hang up on. And you're like, then you're like, I thought I was going to get hung up on. Oh, that's the perfect thing for me to hang. Then you go, I want to talk about an old topic. Oh, I'm just pushing buttons. Yeah. I should, uh, nope. Okay. Well, here it is. Uh, (laughs) like on, on like serial commercials and things, like any kind of prize giveaway, they would always like quickly sneak in towards the end, like many will enter, few will win. And I always misheard that as a child, and I always thought they were saying many will enter if you will win. And that never made any sense. Why would they have a competition if I was just going to win? And I never, none of that made it. And, of course, you know, a little time and uh definition on the hearing the words correctly was, now I realized that I was wrong. Well. There you go. Yeah. That's how it works out sometimes. <laughs> oh. Oh, dum dum. You had it. You danced, you danced, and then you took the pea shooter and you inhaled at the last second. You had the pea shooter loaded and you inhaled. I had it. I had it. You know? I had it at one point. Had a lot of things. Yeah, I look at 2017. Is this what I wanted this year to be? No. I'd laid out so many plans for this year. Do I recognize them? No. They are gone. Am I having a harder time bouncing back from it? Yep. Much harder than I thought. I don't know why, but I am. And there's nothing you can do when you're trying to get it to make sense and it doesn't make sense. And then you're like, why is it not making sense? And it's like, Not, not easy lately. Things have been hard, but I'll keep going, I guess. I don't know. You just want to be wanted, you know? I thought this was my year. 
and it is not. It turned out to not be my year in a way that I never could have seen. But you know what? I look and I say to myself, you're on the edge. You're on the precipice, Tom. You see it? You see the edge? Which way are you going to go, Tom? Which way are you going to go? What do you want to do? It's in your hands. 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 In your hands. It's raining today. This is where I am, and I'm just about to forget the train window girl. Is that? That wonderful day we met. Where I live, she smiles through the smoke. Is that it? From my cigarette. Is that where I live? I don't know. I don't know. It's raining today. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe it's happy. Maybe there's good stuff coming. And all I have to do is stand up and say I can outlast this. Yeah, it's not going my way. Yeah, I'm eating piles of dog dirt around the clock. You'd think I liked eating it the way I'm eating it. I'm ordering seconds. And I'm taking some home. For a midnight snack. But I don't want it. But it's where I'm at. And I don't like it. But you know what? I can maybe turn the corner. Maybe. Maybe I can. those people we love they meant well they tried and it just didn't add up right you know the people I'm talking about they didn't do nothing wrong but then you turn around and those poor sad kooks can't get out of their own way and everybody but them gets to enjoy what they did you know Rocky Erickson. Lightning never strikes anymore, but I can make it rain because of an old lightning again. 
lightning never strikes anymore. But I can't make it rain because it would only cause me pain. Because you don't love me, yeah. You don't love me, yeah. I just won't forgive because. Guy does his thing, goes his whole life, makes the best music he ever heard. Nobody wants it. This is what they want. Start to hear this. I think Rocky Erickson can afford. Rocky Erickson's car would get turned around if he pulled into this guy's driveway. Maybe this is what it is. Maybe it just got to be up. Get pumped up stupid wise. Right? Maybe these guys have it figured out. I never had to knock on wood. But I know someone who has. Which makes me wonder if I could. It makes me wonder if I never had to knock on wood. No, that's stupid. I'm not stupid. My worst moment, I'm not that dumb. I refuse to be dumb. I'd rather be Rocky Erickson playing on a folding chair than that. Gotta sound like that. Gotta bring more of that into the world now. No. It's already why I don't have a job. Is that? Not to bring more of that into the world. You bring more of that into the world. Can you imagine that's what you do? You add more of that? No. Nope. Not going to do it. Not doing it. Didn't do it. Won't do it. Can't do it. And if that's who I am, then so effing be it. Who'd you rather be? Dickie Barnett or Alex Chilton? Sure, Alex Chilton's dead. Dickie Barnett's driving around in a, a Tesla right now. But you know what? He knows at four in the morning when he looks, he realizes he sucks. And he's done nothing but make the world worse. And I can look at myself at four in the morning and I say, you know what? I'm not where I want to be. 74 plus years old my body's falling apart I get no respect from nobody That I, but you know what I get, don't get respect from people I don't respect that's what it is the people I respect respect me I'll tell you that I don't have to worry that I'm some kind of crap merchant right I ain't no crap merchant I wasn't, and I won't be. I do what I do, and I do it. I know who I am, for better or worse. I already know how this story ends. 
It ends with me picking myself up one more stupid time and getting punched in the face one more time. Fine! 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 Punch me! Oh, punch me! I got nowhere else to go, so just punch me and get it over with. Bye.